but now they can. Yo, what up, everybody? What up? Speaking of which, welcome to the Slums of Shallon. We're back in the studio oh, again. Oh, man, back in the studio. I can touch you. Look at this. Look at this. It's so much different when we're Bam. back in the studio. It's the best vibes. You know? I'm not, I don't, I'm not as often cutting people off. Um, <laughs> you know? So it's good. It's good to be here, present with you in our native land of Staten Island. In our native land. Episode 123. One, Ooh. two, three. I know. Blade is easy, as easy as one, two, three. <laughs> Some would say too easy. That would have been a good uh, episode for Randy Spicer. That would have like, been a good Jackson one. Five. Damn. We should have did that. Damn, we should have planned better. We don't think sometimes. I mean, there's too much going on. Yeah. We're putting out the damn episodes. <laughs> We're 123 deep, though. It's pretty We're doing good. doing our best. Thank you for sticking around for all 123, if you have already. If not, mm-hmm. go back a few. We got, we got a bunch in there. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. Uh, sometimes, like I said, people like send us a message like, hey, you got to have this guy on. You got to have this person on. You got to have this person on. All the and time. we've, I'm like, oh, we've had them on. Yeah. So just, you know, check Google the name of who you think and check Jump Street on YouTube and we might have had them on, but. And if not, let us know anyway. Yeah. We're we like, gonna have we like suggestions anyway. Different people on too. But yes, episode 123, we have a very special guest today. Uh, OG skater, old friend of mine, super OG from the early days and just still killing it today. Crazy seeing some tricks of him like lately at Substance. I was like, wow, bro. He's just. He so, skates more than me. Still so on top of it. <laughs> But um, yeah, Jose Disla, so I'm really excited. Jose Disla of D-Clan, you know, back in the day, New mm-hmm. York City legend. But um, yeah, so looking forward to getting into that. But before we do, please, I'm going to hit you with my spiel. Please follow us on all of our social media platforms. Go to our Facebook, give us a like. Please go to our YouTube, hit the notification bell and the, subs- well, the subscribe button and the notification bell. And if you like what you're hearing, leave a comment, share. All these interactions really help us. We have in iTunes, you can give us a five-star rating if you like what you're hearing. You could write a review. And all these things really help boost us up, like I was saying before with the algorithm. It helps us get on top and helps boost our thing. It's cool. Um, Also, we have a Patreon. You can be a Patreon with us for as little as $3 a month. Um, You know, Wheelscene suggested earlier this week that we're making something like five grand a month this guy's out of control i think he said seven actually this guy's out of control can we make seven grand a we, month that'd be sick we're very modest <laughs> we started with a dollar a month but you could be a patreon for as little as three dollars a month and your three dollars a month gets you exclusive content we have inside outs austin just did a new one on how to jump high we have three pieces we haven't put one out in a while but we got to put one out soon we do section reviews with some of our uh, guests we just did one last week with louisa mora and went through some old sections. If you haven't seen that episode, go check that out. One twenty two, incredible. Mm-hmm. But um, and every month we you're automatically um, you're automatically in a drawing to be to win something from our online store. You get a T-shirt, you get a hat, you get a mug, something. You just get a random drawing, right, and if you get selected, you get to pick something from our online store. So please, if you would like to be a patron, if you would like to support the show, if you like what you're seeing, and you want to see us keep doing it. You can be a patron for as little as $3 a month. And if you, you don't want to be a patron, yeah, share, subscribe, like. All that stuff is huge. It helps us. That's good enough. We'll take it. We'll take it. We love it. So <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, that is my spiel for today. Yeah, let's give a shout out to our new Patreon subscribers since our last episode with Louisa Mora. There's a bunch of you in here and you're really giving me a run for my money by pronunciation. But let's give it a shot. Thank you to Joe Neurer, Steven Zamora, Ott Fathayong, Lucas Bubla. That's not our guest, by the way. Um, Chris Calkins, uh, Bernard Del Mundo, Skell, Morgan Pesco, Richard Boone, Aaron Schilling, Duncan Barton, Alexander Enrique Arias, Josue Sanchez, Lucas Rostas, Benjamin Williamson, Hakeem Jamo, Omer Farouk Seri, John Arthur, Chris Maddox, 
Sismic, Brandon Calleja, Maddie Lesh. I definitely got that one wrong. I'm sorry, Maddie. Uh, Cameron White and Brendan Brown. Thank you all so much. We had a lot of new supporters, so my brain is kind of going crazy right now. But thank you for bearing with us. Definitely, <laughs> we got we got a lot of a lot of really good feedback from the last episode, and we had a lot of supporters uh, come on and become patrons after that. So we're super grateful for every single one of our patrons and just motivates us to want to keep doing more and make new content, come up with new things and keep these episodes going and going for as long as we can. That Louis Zamora episode was a heavy episode. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you watch it. That one brought me like to a point where I was like, whoa, he's saying some, some real stuff behind the, you know, real shit. We had it on zoom and behind the lens. I was like getting choked up. I was like, Oh man. Yeah. Me too. It was hard. Yeah. He was, he was hitting with some, some real stuff. So big love to Louis Zamora. Check out that episode. And we could go through some comments from that episode. What they got? What do people have to say about it? Um, some, don't take our word for it. Yeah, don't take our <laughs> word for it. Um, so some of our favorite comments from, on the YouTube, um, episode 122. Shred City Skate says, happy tears. A lot of happy tears. Mental health is very real, and it's amazing to see our heroes talk about it. It warms my little black heart to see the positivity and support from people all around the world. Much love, Louie. Awesome to see you back. I, could, yeah. I couldn't agree more. It's couldn't awesome. agree more. Mm-hmm. And another great comment was from Music and Randomness. People don't know other people's struggles. The happiest people on the outside struggle just as bad on the inside. This interview was truly great and inspiring. I'm glad you're back on your feet, Louie. We all truly love you and what you have done for rollerblading. Wow. It's a powerful episode, man. It hit a lot of people. There was Reading through all those comments, too, everyone, you could tell how much it hit everyone. Like It wasn't just us. I thought it was just us because we were like talking face to face with him but a lot of people had very similar things to say definitely. so if you haven't already definitely check out 122 with louis zamora one of our best episodes yet um moving on though we have a wtf like we do every episode um this one also pushing my uh pronunciation it's a polish name um by the name of patrica naida who comes to us like i said from poland with this, it's not letting me show you Billy on the thing. Okay. But super cool line. I took me a couple tries to takes to actually see what was going on there. But she has some powerful calves to get some heel rolls and toe rolls like that. Yeah, that manual control is uh, the heel roll to toe roll is on its own. Yeah, I know uh, you have struggled with that too. On its specifically. own, that's <laughs> that's a mystery. But with with the with the sauce uh, at the beginning of the end, that's uh, yeah, super cool. No, that's an awesome one. And I gotta say, man, good. Uh, a for effort on the name. I will say I cheated on that one. I Googled how to pronounce some Polish letters. <laughs> nice. And it was actually legit a YouTube video on how to pronounce at least her first name. Nice. So um, a, I hope a I got that effort. right. I knew you did something different there. Patrica I... Naida. I hope good. I said that correctly. But congratulations anyway for being our WTF of the week. Hope you all enjoyed that one. Nice. And before we get going, we just want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Blank. Please, everybody, if you haven't already, I don't know where you've been, check out the new Sean King Pro Model Blank Skate. I've been riding it on it for months now. I love it. It's available now worldwide in select sizes. Uh, more are coming in the summer, but your man Sean Keen himself will tell you from his own mouth. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Keen. My new Pro Skate is now available worldwide. Full sizes coming this summer. Go Rollerblade! <laughs> go rollerblade um definitely everyone check him out uh follow me on instagram at blank rolling products check out the website and everything link in the description below thank you blank for sponsoring this episode be sure to check out that sean King pro model pro skate 
get him. Um, yes. I believe that's it. <clears throat> Anything else, Billy? No, I think that's good. Um, I'm very excited to introduce our next guest. Do it. Introduce him. So I guess without any further ado, do we get the sound in the background? Yeah, oh, we'll get yes. him going. All right. Jose, come in. I guess that's exciting on our headphones, but it is playing. Here we go. Hey, you guys. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? Long time no see. Long time, Billy. When was the last time I saw you? Was it the summer? Yeah, it's probably the summer. I see Austin all the time. Me and Austin at Substance. Yeah, Substance, man. It's an awesome little spot. I turned it into my gym, sort of. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Like you, you, you kind of like always, forever. Even like from the beginning, I feel like a, like a lot of New York OG skaters, they like never really stop or quit. Like they're always like there, hovering, like a part of it, like skating, like every season, seeing yeah. them out there. Like, and you've always been like that. Yeah, I, I tried. Um, I tried. Like, there's a lot of dudes that, from the beginning, we've always kind of stuck together. Um, you know, Joe Dedentro. I know you're really close to Joe, mm-hmm. so you know Joe. Ariel Saroon, shout out to Ariel, mm-hmm. Kelly, awesome, um, John Ortiz. So there's a lot of dudes um, around my age that still skate heavy, that we still meet up and yeah. constantly um, try to stay young, you know, try to keep keep the sport alive, try to, you know, do a little part. Keep it going, man. Yeah, man, because it's, like I said, I, I kind of um, quit my gym membership and joined the skate <laughs> no park. No way. To, I swear to God. <laughs> And that's that why I make it three times a week to the skate park. Like, oh, know. that's why you like force yourself kind of to go in. I didn't know that. That's funny. Late at night, I'm like, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> well, that's yeah, a workout, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's not easy skating many, like at least two, three hours a day. No, man. Mm-hmm. Like I actually just, I learned that every time I go out skating with Miguel, because he's always like in the bowl and I'll be in mm-hmm. the bowl for like 10 minutes and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Shout out to Miguel. Dude. Absolutely killing it out there. Miguel's a, an inspiration also. He's one of us, one of the older generations that is... He'll take anybody out there. He's Straight really up, yeah. He was, I, like I said, I remember him back in from when I was a kid. He was when he was in New York. He was like just come back from Puerto Rico and didn't speak much English and was years ago, like when I was a kid, you know. So, quick shout out to my kids. Uh, hi, Jeremy, Poppy. Uh, hi, Aria. I know they stay up at night. Um, <laughs> sorry, looking the wrong way. <laughs> they stood up just to say hello because I know they're fans of YouTube. Um, my son is always watching somebody on YouTube, so you get to see your dad today. <laughs> What's up, Jeremy? Ah, uh, it's cool, man. Yeah, <clears throat> it's very cool. Yeah, you, you have your father, your great father, great kids. Uh, I haven't seen Jeremy in so long. Yeah. I want to talk with you personally, but I feel like I would that would be selfish. I need to open this up to the audience a little bit. So we've talked back in the day of like all these stories from like, you know, if you've watched our podcast, you know, we like to go through the story from the beginning and everything how it started with skating and with with you. We talked about back in the day before. You know, you told me when you first met like Ryan Jacqueline, you saw him grinding. You were like, "Dude, what are you doing? You're you're ruining your skates." So, oh no, I this never is heard like, this. This is like back in the day, early style stuff. So, if you don't mind telling me from like when you got started, the beginning days, those early times, and maybe some of those stories, first meeting Ryan and seeing people grind for the first time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Uh. I think I come from an older um skating background, so. My parents used to skate back in the 80s. They used to go to the roller rinks and stuff, and they used to quad skate. So I started quad skating when I was, I don't even, I can't remember, three, four. Like my Harry, my older brother, um, shout out to Harry and Robert, by the way. Um, Harry, yeah, you know, he'll remember a little more because I was, I really can't remember. As, like, as I remember, I remember the rinks, um, 
It was some in Long Island, some out here in Queens. My parents were always into roller rinks. So that was my first experience with, with actually rolling and putting on skates. And so um, even when we moved to DR as kids, we used to go to this place called Mundo Sobre Ruedas. That was all a skating rink. And they had like a snake run. And they would never let us in there on the quads. You know, we were just skating around the rink. And I always wanted to try and do stuff because we learned to skitch early on from people in over there in the audience yeah. to do skitching. Skitching with quads on? With quads. That was mm. the first experience. No blades were even out. This was like like the late 80s, I want to say, 88. I was a little kid. I was like maybe 10, something like that, 10, 9 years old. We were skitching in the streets, learning how to do stuff. Um, and so when we came to, when we moved back to New York, um... When we go, we went to Woman Rink, right? So Woman Rink was a, a skating rink back then. They had quads and stuff, and rollerblading was like a really, really new thing. Um, they didn't even have them. I think they were renting Zetra blades at the time. They were just the first pairs. It was like 1991, 92. And I saw, um, who was it? I think it was Chris Garrett. Must have been Chris Garrett, because it was like they had like the world championship of rollerblading at the at Woman Rink. That's in Central Park, right? At Central That's, Park. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't show up because I heard it was a, a whole con I was just f figuring out that people were actually doing these things, you know, um, on blades. Because I had put on a pair and I was going really fast in the rink and they had like a demonstration. These guys were doing backflips over taxis. It was Damn. it was over for me. Once I saw this, I think it was Chris Garrett, I'm pretty sure, <clears throat> from Team Rollerblade that did a backflip over the cab. And that's it. After that, you know, I I think I got a free pair from uh, um, some people that worked at Woman Rink. Well, kind of paid them for it and we got a couple sets me and my brother and we would share them we'd go down to Flushing Meadow and then we met some people that were putting like stickers and making them look real nice New York you know everybody always has a nice sneakers they got to keep them clean keep them fresh so the skates they kept them really nice you know stickers on them really um really cool and we were into sketching and doing stairs I'd go to Central Park I think on the weekends to see what the new stuff was what people were doing and most of it was jumping barrels going backwards on stairs and then I think uh so we were in Flushing Meadow one time and there was a skateboard competition. This is crazy because this is how everything runs full circle. Um, Harold Hunter was there. So Harold went down and Ryan went with him, um, Chris, uh, Chris Henry, and uh, I don't know who else. Right? I think it was just them. But the only two guys on Blades at the time were Chris Henry and, and Ryan. And so um, Ryan was doing backsides on the, fr on the bottom ledge of the, this, that little stairs in front of the globe and I'm looking at him and he's just fucking up skates like <laughs> grinding on the frames and like making that groove and I'm like this is crazy he's messing these things up so I go yo what, what are you doing he's like dude I'm grinding I was like, grinding he goes yeah that's the new thing on skates you know that's what everybody's doing like skateboards so I saw him doing backsides you know at the time and so I was like all right and then I saw he had he was wearing all little I think it was skateboard wheels at the time shaving down he didn't even have wheels they were on, I think, FR when FR was becoming an idea. They didn't even have wheels at this time, I think. He was wearing boneless knee pads. I did see that shit. I was like, yeah. The big boneless pads. knee pads. Yeah. <laughs> Huge boneless knee pads. He had wide pants. He had, a, he had a dope style. So I was like, yo, this kid is he's good, you know. So he's like, oh, we're always downtown, you know, skating downtown. You should come through and check it out. And that's when I first showed up to the banks. <laughs> I was like, I saw Ani there. I don't know if you guys know Ani. Yeah. So Ani was doing top soles at the time. They were calling them, what the fuck was it, Disaster Smiths? Farsight yeah, Smith. Smiths. Yes, yeah, so they were calling Soul Grand Smiths back Smiths. in the day. Yeah, so it was like a Farsight Smith, a Disaster Smith. I saw Ortega there. 
and they were already jumping on rails at the time, doing soul grinds and front sides. That was it, and back sides. So I was like, after that, you know, I went back to Queens, and we would always go back and practice everything we saw. So I, I have to say one of my big first influences in skating aggressively and doing stunts was Ryan, um, Dave, Ani. Seen them Crazy. in the park. I mean, at the banks for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I always thought that you were skating longer than all those guys. No, dude. I didn't know that. I mean, physically skating, like I said, I've skated yes, my whole life. Skating. Yeah, but the transition into doing stunts like them, they were way more ahead. Like, they knew Nick and... They knew Shura. Shura McComb was also a big influence in my skating career. He looked out for me a lot. Um, they were on Team Rollerblade in the beginning. They were like some of the only guys on the East Coast, along with Eddie Campos, that were on uh, on Team Rollerblade. And they saw some of the latest things coming up. So when Ryan and Dave and all of them were hanging out with them, they, they kind of saw the, the new things that were out in California. There was no YouTube. There was no mm-hmm. Instagram. You couldn't just log in and see, you know. We had to wait for a video for months to just, to kind of figure out what the next things were, you know. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy to think about all that stuff from back in the day and, like, be like, just before everything, like, you know, soul grinds are called Smith grinds, seeing people grind was just, like, so far uh, away from it. But what's uh, funny is that when I first saw it, I didn't even ask what it was called. I started calling it a T-grind because <laughs> you kind of put your feet like a T. So oh, yeah. for a while, I was like, yo, they're doing T-grinds. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. And then they said Smith. When I went to the banks, like he's doing a disaster Smith. I was like, oh, shit. until you see someone do a Mizu, and then you're like, oh, yeah. that's the T grind. <laughs> exactly, that's yeah. the real T grind. <laughs> I like how you said the the uh, like stickers on the skates, like to make them look nice. That's yeah. like I forgot that we used to do that back in the day. Put stickers all over the skates, all over the skates, yeah. keep them fresh. And if there was a scuff, you cover it with a brand new sticker. So yeah, it looked really yeah. Dope. <laughs> you cover it with a brand you know, new sticker. Everything was looking fresh on the skates. Like it a was an, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But look- even now, you see now everybody keeps their skates super fresh. You know they're doing clean. Everybody's looking clean and skating now. I like Sk- that. I like was just right. talking about that mm-hmm. actually. It's evolving. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, People are starting to be a little me, more right? conscious with that. Do you focus on that, Jose? Like. I, uh, the I way don't. you look when you skate? I don't. As substance? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to focus not to kill myself at this age. Just roll away, exactly. right? Exactly. I'm like, I'm That's pulling the trick and I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. So, Definitely. Know. Yeah. Shout out to Kungi. I think he's around there. Dale. Those are my boys. The substance crew? The substance crew. Are you still going yeah, like uh, every three uh, times a week or whatever? I try. I've been lately because, you know, uh, I have a little restaurant and, you know, a little shop. So uh, I try because I'm so busy with work and the kids, you know. I'm always on top of the kids, so yeah, it, it ends up being late. I get to like usually like nine thirty, ten sometimes. But yeah, I definitely put in at least two weeks. You'll see me there sometimes. Sick. I know it's so good. So speaking about the the shop that you're 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 working, I mean you're you're running mm-hmm. the the deli. What would you call that shop? So we have a uh, uh, Northern Cafe, which is like it's Northern it, Cafe. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Dominican food. You know, like yeah. Dominican fast food. We do mm-hmm. chimneys and stuff like that. So. Um, we have a restaurant, me and Rob, Harry help, Harry's a part of it as well. Um, and then I have a little, uh, I'm, I'm working heavily into getting licensing and to get into cannabis because New York City legalized. So, yeah. You know, I've always worked with cannabis for years, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to make the transition with everything happening now. So Very that's cool. a goal. Now I mean, that's, co- that, that's cool stuff. And I know because I've been going to that place of when you lived there when i was like 16 17 like 15 maybe yeah. i was really young the like, restaurant no like at jose's place which is the restaurant oh, in harry the same has building. a picture harry sent it to austin <laughs> yeah he has a picture of is, isn't is austin in it was yeah, that, austin's was, in that yeah who, that's who, the same place whose party birthday? was that it was my nephew's birthday i think he yeah. was 
22 or 3. Alex was in that picture He's too. 22. Yeah. What? 22. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. So that picture of all of us, like all of us, that was like 20 years ago. That's crazy. What? Like that. But the crazy thing is that place is like an iconic skate place too yeah. because you had you and your brothers built like this vert ramp in the back that was in oh was it in what was the video was it Ma- it was in no limits no limits yeah, yeah before they they kind of made us take it down so we 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 went around um in, a vert ramp then, in your backyard in queens i didn't even know that that's so cool yeah so yeah. And you remember in the early 90s everybody kind of skated both disciplines street and vert was a big thing you had to kind of be good at both if you wanted to kind of excel and uh, to be a pro so um we had to practice vert and so going to we used to go to Shimerville a lot shout out to Brian Lewis I met Shimer, uh, Brian Lewis like I think in 93 at Shimerville we've been wow. friends since then and Hakeem too and we used to go to uh, um, Maximus in Boston mm-hmm. was it Maximus <clears throat> Maximus called? yep Yeah, I've, I've known those guys since forever so we came up all of us skating vert in the beginning you know street was like a secondary thing if you could believe that because vert was the main thing you wanted to learn you know yeah Get on so, TV with some vert. Exactly, yeah. always. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, or the money, like if they were yeah. to do a show, it was a vert show. Yeah. And everybody was impressed with vert because street wasn't really refined at the moment yet. It wasn't as what it, it's evolved to now. Um, so, yeah, um, we we decided to go to this construction site. At the time, they were building the Van Week, um, and we stole, all, like, a bunch of, like, the wood that they were using to mold the uh, Like an overpass or something? Yeah. yeah. So we used all of that for the outer frame, and we all chipped in and bought, you know, wood to do the middle of the, you know, the brand new uh, masonite and stuff for the ramp. And we had a ramp in Queens, and that helped us also, ex- you know, bring in a bunch of people. That's how we met, you know, Joe, John, Ray, um, Dion, Anthony, and, and Josh. When they first landed from Australia, they were in my house because it was, you know, no real, you know, everybody who came to New York basically stood at my house, you know, even up until, you know, Demetrius up in the late, later years. But, you know, since we were kids, yeah, um, first time Fabiola came and landed out here in New York, she stood also, Ray called me one day, he said, yo, Fabiola da Silva just showed up. And, you know, she had just landed, it was 96, and it was the Nissan Queens. So she she also crashed at the pad. Um, there's always somebody at the house. You had you Eric Bailey at mom. the place. Eric Bailey lived with us for years. For years? He came every summer for like oh, four yeah, years yeah. straight, five years straight. Like, you know, he was, it was so funny because I was just thinking <laughs> that he would be in the corner where they're selling crack and all kinds of shit, buying a beef <laughs> patty and cocoa bread, just normal. His dad is calling, like, yo, how's everything? Like, it was good. I'll be right back. <laughs> he was young, right? Yeah, he was 13. His pop sent him out there. His mom sent him out. He was like 13, 14 all the summers. Thirteen, he, he from, Idaho, from Idaho, Idaho, and he's in he's in Corona, Queens, in the nineties, <laughs> in the Dominican neighborhood, yeah. eating, during eating, the crack pandemic, eating, yeah. Yeah, eating the the beef patties and the chimneys, yeah, going down to yep. Flushing Meadow, skating like a local with everybody, the just most cultured, going up to you know Bound, he'd be at Bound by himself sometimes, but was he went to Bound, like, <laughs> he went by himself, he wow. just lived there, kind of, you know. I wonder, crazy. I wonder if that's like a New York thing that I guess people could let us know in the comments it, to go to like construction sites and steal the wood and make ramps out of it. Because yeah, we, like we used to do all that shit wood. all over the place. Normal that, like, kind of little hooligan kid sure stuff. Is. For us though. Yeah. But I wonder if that's like yeah. everywhere. Bill used it at the crib also for a while. Right? Yeah, yeah. When I was like was 16, 17, yeah. I was coming by Staying for back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Staying for eight. Yeah. It's crazy. Brandon. Rest in peace. Right, yep, Brandon. Brandon. Was living there for a while. Alex Nunez is my little brother. 
Because that was like a home. Like you, you and Robert and Harry were always like, like kind of like older brothers to like the younger yeah. skate scene. Like yeah. always, like we'd be like me. We'd all be skating like Dustin and 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 me and Mike and stuff. And like me, me and Dustin were like always like popped and stuff. <laughs> and like Jose would be like, "Yo, I got you on like a slice of pizza, bro, or I got yeah. you on some food." Like I got, and we like, "Oh, what? Yeah, hell yeah!" I always did. Like, when we were like feel, young kids, feel you like, the whole day on that one slice. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> the whole day. Like you know, young kids traveling, like skating all the way, like from like Staten Island to Queens and yeah. like back, and like just like no money and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. It was a, it was it was a good experience. It kept us skating, you know, because the generations kept changing. You know, um, a lot of the kids that I came up with, they all stopped skating. Um, and I even sort of stopped for a little while because I was uh, hanging out and doing crazy stuff. And then, you know, um, I it, it when did I come back? I think when Brian and and Hakeem were calling me, um, they started filming the one video because I had like a almost a year that I was um. Let's just say I was, I was wilding out. Yeah, because I, I, I remember it was like VG16 where like Mike and Dustin had that section and Jose had like the alley-oop tops at the end. That was like when you kind of first started coming back yeah, into just a little before that. Yeah, like showing yeah. up. I think that was right after because I saw Louis' section. Shout out to Louis. That this that interview you guys did with him was amazing. Louis the man. Yeah. Really close friend of mine. I like it. We love Louis. He's the man. Um, but I had seen Louis do... Um, that that uh, the VG section where he that was that's still to to this day I think one of my favorite sections ever VG fourteen yes, yeah yeah really and good so he was I was like when I saw Louis evolving to that level I kind of sort of felt like I was kind of staying behind I was like oh no I gotta now <laughs> you know because I hadn't been skating like that I always thought I was okay but when I saw his section I was like holy shit is that Louis yeah Louis was yeah, yeah so Louis is yeah. I gotta say even back then you know mm-hmm, Louis always been inspirational so. Yeah, so you weren't gone for that long then because no, that was No, I mean, I've always poked in. Like I said, I was come in and do a couple of tricks. You know, one of my biggest <laughs> things to do is I, I used to frontside the triple kink at, at Queens of Flushing Meadow to go in. Yeah. Just to, you know, I do it and I'd be like, all right, I, I still got it, you know, and then I take a month off. <laughs> you know and that's like so, not a small rail either. It's good no, on the front side. Yeah. I won't do that shit. Now. It's gone now, right? That. No, it's still there. It's still there, but, you know, I, I won't. I don't think I'll front side. I mean, maybe you'll push me up, try it. It's not like before, right? It was just yeah. like I just woke up to it and whatever. When was the last time you skated street? Have you only been skating like ramps and No, no, actually I went to skate uh skate street uh with Ariel this week. I'm you know, I do try to still skate street. I've been dying to skate some real street with these mesmers because they're fire. So, you know, I wanna I'm gonna I got this rail, I showed you that rail by the house. There is some rails I'm trying to test my I do still do stuff like that, like I'll just go beat myself up and do some crazy shit. I'm trying to see you hit a rail. Yeah, this is a 20 step by the house. A 20 step? Oh my God. Motherfuckers talk about gap in it, so let's see, bro. Oh, oh <laughs> I know. You're talking about the big one. Yeah, yeah. bro. So I'm going to see, man. I mean, Jordan said that he's going to um, probably work with me and do some stuff, but it'd be dope. If you, know, you guys want to document it, maybe you That'd be sick. 100%. Bro, break the internet. Hit him with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, I, these big rails may not be, you know, forever for too much longer. That's why I keep thinking that I want to slam a couple because, you know, I just, uh, my birthday was last Tuesday. I just turned 45. Um, so I think me and Julio are the same age. Um, we're, I know me and Ray are a day apart. I think his birthday's the day after mine. So we're like a day apart, you know, so we're trying to. Be the old ass, <laughs> yeah. Skating, but still, you know? but still doing. It. I saw like a yeah, clip of you doing like killing it, bro. He's doing some big things. I mean, shout out to John Julio. Yeah, them mm-hmm. skates. He's doing some big, big things, and 
you know, he's also another inspiration that I, I really look up to, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's matching. You got to look at, you know, you look at yourself, you're aging, it's harder to do shit. He's doing some really hard shit. Look at Randy looking like a teenager jumping. Still, <laughs> yeah. Shit. I know. That I'm going to show up to California soon. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to show up to one of these sessions. I want to skate with these guys. They're yeah, Randy it, didn't bro. skip. Randy's still at going. All, killing it. Julio's still going. But also, but also, but also you too. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, I saw a clip of you at Substance recently, like, do a true true spin alley soul on on the coping on a damn coping really pipe. yeah I to forward and I was just like I think Jordan sent me it or something you know, like that but your Chauncey was there killing and these guys were bodying it so they, you know, they get hyped <laughs> you know, on the street side of it young. yeah on the street side that's always gonna be a so, risk a true alley soul on yeah, a quarter yeah. pipe I need it's like a risky. the hip is always the hip and, hip. and, always, and ribs my my hips are like one two and I'm like need a replacement <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude I've been banging in things for years. Yeah. years on the rail so but, but you know yeah it's still seeing them seeing the guys you know it's i understand how some athletes are now especially older athletes when you see certain you know i'm i'm assuming like basketball players or certain athletes that they are used to performing at a certain level you know mentally especially and then you see other people doing shit and you kind of don't want to stay out mm-hmm. out of it so it's it's really hard you know you kind of put yourself in the middle and then you're like oh, what the fuck did i do <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, I see it. I see how hard it is because I see some some of these young kids do shit so easily, and you know, um, it's becoming a little more difficult. Oh man, that. it keep it keeps going. It keeps getting tougher, and then we keep yeah, getting older, and then to keep like uh, accumulating injuries. Mm-hmm. So it's like this like challenge that's working against itself. But you know, like you said, you just got to make the adjustments. Go to the gym, like skating gym, like three, skating two, gym. Three yeah. <laughs> Can't see I mean, gym. I, I still work out at home, like my regular work. I try, but you know, when I get it in, but the skating. Is my main cardio for now. I yeah. Really do, because uh, I was running, it sucked. Um, my knees, you know, my ankles, all these old skating injuries start acting up. Mm-hmm. Um, so no treadmills, no. Um, I was actually running and doing well running, and then I tried to do like the, uh, big wheel skating, and I started feeling muscles that I was. It's, it's so hard. different, dude. So I do that in the summer, especially. I do a lot of big wheel skating. Really? I try to do that. Yeah. Yeah, my 125s. I think I made a mistake on 125s. They <laughs> think I made a mistake because <laughs> they're fast. I so body. You're like seven feet tall on it. Oh my god, bro! So I go. I start my you know my routine. I go around my house. I start skating, and there's there's some skate parks around the way, and I go to the local skate parks, and then these things do like 25 miles an hour. I mean, I wonder what a launch with these things would be. Oh wow. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't. It was. You know. They're not good at absorbing impact, That's right? The like landing back down. And, well, you're al- so tall. And, and, and also what you're used to with like speed, like and being like over your feet, it's mm-hmm. like different. And being an you're extra going foot yeah. in the air because some things are like you know they're yeah. like high heels. You know mm-hmm. your ankles start to wobble when you're coming down. It was that's what one twenty five you said one twenty five. I think everybody was suggesting nineties and one tens. So yeah. I'm gonna try those now. I just got the A on eighty, so I'm, I plan on like hitting some ramps with those. But eighty is a lot more manageable <laughs> yes. than one twenty five. One twenty five is like another Dude, level. It's on another level. It really is. Even stopping, I I. I hit, I think I got it in my phone. I think I hit 42 miles an hour down oh, the hill shit. with those things. I was riding next to a car. He's looking at me like, <clears throat> looking next to me. It ma- <laughs> I will say it makes me feel like a kid again. Like when you used to yeah. put on blades just to go fast. So mm-hmm. I do get the adrenaline because I, I, you know, we also ride motorcycles. Me and my brother, we ride the big leader bikes, you know, 1,000. So. Oh my God. You and Harry are, <laughs> in, Harry's nuts. Harry's nuts. I'm Harry like, is he's, nuts. He's taking it almost professionally, so. He's, he's there. He's yeah. really yeah. I've seen some of his videos really as well. Good. You but you too. You've been riding for like twenty years. Or something. I've I've 
slowed down since my kids. I haven't really been writing as much because, you know, I, I've lost a lot of friends uh, writing. We used to write at night really fast and really crazy. So, I, like I said, it's a, it's like an adrenaline thing. It's chasing the adrenaline. Mm -hmm. Again, I got older, I, you know, skating wasn't as, as crazy as I wanted it to be. So, you know, you find a new adrenaline rush and writing at night at that time with a bunch of dudes is fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. It's like a whole other, you get up at two, three in the morning to ride, to go out and ride. That's know, four wild. in the morning when traffic is dying out to go and go hard. So there's, a, you know, there's, uh, there's people that ride. Shout out to Jordan. He's a savage yeah. on his bike. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Wild, my nephew, uh, Julian, is also really crazy on the bikes, doing wheelies and all kinds of stuff. Um, Rob's kid. Mm -hmm. Get this guy out of here. He's awesome, man. He wants to drink. What's <laughs> up, buddy? You're super wow. active for, for a 45-year-old, like... The way you skate and everything like that. I like that you canceled your gym membership. To, actually, that'd be a, a top tip for Jump Street today. Cancel your gym membership. Yeah. Just go to the rates. skate park more often. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's a lot tougher. Save some money. You know, you don't have to do no crazy stunts. If anything, just lap the park a couple times. Just do a couple jumps. You'll be doing squats. You'll be doing lunges. You'll be doing all of that. Yeah. And it's great for the heart. You know, blading has always um, brought me joy and happiness. You know, always. It's always yeah. been about. That's cool, man. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, like, okay, so you got the vert ramp in the backyard going through all these things, <laughs> starting to get on these companies, yeah. you know, FR, Triple Eight. You end up in a video, you, you know, it's all good. <laughs> like these yeah, things. Yeah, we got to get on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, these so are like landmark things. So I, I think they were influenced by the whole um, East Coast, West Coast thing happening at the time. Hmm. You know, so... Because That's it's a big funny. nationwide push that whole yeah, energy, they, yeah everybody was doing that which was crazy because um we didn't we were definitely not like that you know like I was really close to you know Louie and Randy and and Arlo and Brooke and all the guys I was always in L A because my godfather um what allowed me to go to L A a lot was um I used to work at Woman Rink and Alaska Rink the two skating rinks in Central Park and they gave my godfather a job in California. Where they opened a, a skating rink in, um, what was that, uh, Los Angeles Sports Center, where the Clippers used to play. Okay. So he was the general manager. They opened the skating rink. So um, he got an apartment, like a huge apartment in L.A. And shit, and I've never been, you know, I would, had never gone to California, never thought of it. And he ended up, you know, like, moving over there. So now I had family member in California, so I would go constantly, you know, I <laughs> Rush's house, you know, Definitely. it's always over. Right in the midst always of skating, you're like, I'm yeah. going to California. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's what allowed me to go over there. And I used to skate a lot. Um, but I was up in North LA, so I skated a lot with uh, Carlos Cassell and Alex Miranda, Aaron Churder, rest in peace. Um, Tracy White put us all down on Fort Dub. We were like outcasts back then because we smoked a lot of weed. And <laughs> back then, you know, it was like taboo with all that shit, you know. So, yeah. um, but I used to, you know, always. Hang out with Alex and Carlos and shit, and Tracy was very dope. You know, we was always down in Venice yeah. and stuff. We were on the, on the north side. Everybody was more um, towards uh, Long Beach, and you know, I used to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I used to love to go out to Escondido, hang out with Eric all the time, and, and yeah. run into Louis and all those guys because they had the best parks and the best street spots. I yeah. would stay with Rich Cook. Great skaters too. Rich Cook was my man, bro. He was the first dude to put me on put me down on razors uh early on i used to ride the impact 300s oh wow the anybody impacts. remember them shits? Yeah. oh yeah before soul plates yeah. right there was like no soul plate on it yeah. at all 
Like I was on Impact 300. I, I got the first pair of flats. They weren't even called super flats. They were flats. flats. The blue joints. Flats. The blue joints. Mm -hmm. I was testing them. Yeah, so I brought, I brought those back to New York. That was a fun thing all the time. When I was on Oxygen, uh, um, I think they gave me and, and John some funky colored skates, like orange and yellow, like super bright skates. That's right. You guys were on Oxygen. These are yeah. like iconic brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we wrote mm -hmm. for Oxygen. At Pat Parnell, I think we went to, uh, which is crazy. That leads me to um, when we were talking about um, It's All Good. So, like me and Harry and John and all of us, we went already to the to the um, ASAs and we were competing in the pro events and so Pat Parnell had put us up me and John up and they gave us those tester skates and stuff but they coincided with the people from the movie to put us into like this whole thing for the for the movie so mm -hmm. they hadn't needed a certain group of people and they put us and you know they put uh, Louis Dustin and Kevin Gillen and everybody from the Senate crew you know and kind of put us like we were coming up um, but it you know it was like I said, we were always hanging out. It was weird that they tried to, you know, pit us together. We weren't really arguing or that's anything what, ever. That's what Louis said the last episode, too. He was like, it was funny because they try to do that with you guys, make you seem like East Coast, West Coast, like you hate each other. It's like, I ended up meeting them and I, we just loved each other. We all got along so well, which is only natural that that would happen. It was Yeah. This is a funny story, right? Um, in the first name, just for a funny story, anybody remember Ernie Villarino? Ernie? Of Ernie was my man. Yeah. Ernie and Brian Bell were my. Those were my guys, bro. Especially, you know, um, when they came to New York, because they were in New York a lot. They used to hang out a lot. Brian used to chill out in New York because um, he liked the scene. That's um, right. I forgot Brian used yeah, to chill out. Yeah, dude. Didn't Ernie used to come out to Ernie, too, bro. He was in Damn. Queens. He used to skate McDonald Park. I forgot. He got a couple. When What video was that? He got a couple of uh, clips in Queens. And uh, I'm not good at remembering old videos. Damn. Man, to be honest with you, but I got to see there. those Ernie Villarino. Yeah, Ernie yeah I don't remember that either. He used yeah. to hang out with us uh, heavy. He got into a fight with Calvin, bro. Like, That's right. You remember of a slice of pizza? pizza. It was the funniest <laughs> thing, bro. Like, you know, like we all hung out like it was boys. In know? New York that happened? I think that I think was Cali back in York. LA. Yeah. We were back in Cali when that, you know. But like, like I said, there was never any, you know, stigma between any of us. We all hung out. Like it was straight. But, you know, I guess because of the Things time. Things happen sometimes. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> That's, That's normal, though. Calvin ate his, his slice of pizza. <laughs> he was starving, you know. Oh, he ate someone's slice of pizza? I think Calvin ate. Ernie's slice of pizza and Ernie was tight. So. Yeah. But you know, it was like brothers, like, you know, it's like yeah. us. You know how it is. Like, we Listen, were always like, when you're oh, hungry, you see a bad um, side of certain people. Yeah, but. I'll take a slice of pizza from a New Yorker. Listen. Yeah. No, they took Ernie's slice. He they was tight. Slice. Ernie was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that. Um, but they, but they, they try to push that, like, uh, narrative, that, yeah. like, West Coast, East Coast. It looked. It, it seemed like a few like narratives they were trying to ma manufacture a little bit in yeah. that, but still, it was like regardless of that, like because it was like reflective of the time mm -hmm. and like what mm -hmm. was like the energy of the time. But it's, I mean, these are huge projects. Like you know, I remember we used to go into like, you know, R.I.P. Blockbuster Video. Mm -hmm. Go to Blockbuster Video and yeah. they had it's all good. Yeah. Freaking Blockbuster Video. Like, I got to was, show my mom. That's like the equivalent movie. of it being on like Netflix, Netflix or something shit, like yeah. that now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my show mom your mom was stoked that yeah. she came out in it a bit, so I was, I was like, "Look, I got you in a movie." It's <laughs> awesome. It's cool seeing all the behind the scenes stuff to all that shit too, because yeah. that stuff you don't really, you never saw in skate videos back in the day. Um, like even like you guys as quote New Yorkers going to like I think it was Miami or something like that, further yeah. than this or something like that, and you were like in the hotel room like for the first time jumping on the bed and yeah, shit. Like, like that is so that's exactly what happens the first exactly. time you go somewhere as a kid, you know? Yeah. So I, I mean, I have to be extremely thankful to them to. Um, um, Jenny and her dad, they really took care of us. They, you know, showed us a, 
stuff that we would have never seen, you know, as kids at that age, especially coming from inner city and stuff, you know, they flew us out to competitions, you know, they took care of everything, you know. They were like really, really good at um, at taking care of us and showing us that there was more out there, you know, that there was another, you know, another life that wasn't, you know, in the city, you know. Mm -hmm. um, because even with sponsorship, especially back then, you know, you couldn't get everybody kind of to go. So they always had like the whole group, all of us going, even extra people that weren't involved, um, just to make everybody feel comfortable. So they were really cool about it. Um, and we got to go on, you know, a bunch of competitions, a bunch of places we would have never gone without them doing that. So yeah. very thankful for the experience. And um, it was very big for skating, I think, too, also, because, you know, it, it was exposure into the life of skating, you know, um, showing uh, um, what can be done. At the time, you know, I think that was right before the hammers came in, right before you guys came in and really fucking changed everything. That's right before Shima and Dustin went nuts, I think. <laughs> right. That was yeah. a few years before that, definitely. It was 97. 97 going into 98. When did Hammers, like, start? 2000. Brain Fear Gone. Was yeah. Brain Fear Gone? No. Was like, I mean, what's what's like the, fir what's like I the mean, first Hammer you remember? Dude, Hammers have always been there. Like, Hammers were in yeah, dare, well, dare to Air. Like, just, ha ha I'd say it was Hammers deadly, were deadly tricks. Brian yeah. Bell did Hammers. Yeah, no, you're like, absolutely crazy. right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but if you're talking but about, like, it was, the level change, I think it was some somewhere on Brain Fear Gone. Yeah, makes sense. So 2000. I think so. Brian Bell was definitely... Yeah, dude, Bri huge, Brian Bell huge. was like the original Hammer guy. He was yeah. like my, I think it was like VG five, six, something. But there was like some like or seven maybe some like stunt seekers uh, part. And like the first thing he just jumps like this double like it's like a ten flat ten and he yeah, just airs air. it like yeah. what on earth? I didn't with no shock. That was like impossible yeah. to me uh, back in yeah. the day. I was like, and that's not possible. Yeah. How did he do that? Has wheels that would just pop on yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, crazy. Yeah, anti rocker too, with the most uncomfortable skates with no support, no shock absorbers, no insults, paper thin liners, and no skates back in the day. I helped design the shock designer, by the way, on Solomon's skates. That was one of our ideas. Oh, did you? Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, what was that about? How'd that happen? I was on Solomon at the time. No other skate had shock absorber. Okay, so, so hang on. To design. <laughs> I, I got I to keep up here because. So you went from oxygen first, which yes. is. Iconic. Like, can you tilt your microphone up a little bit? I'm sorry. Here. Like, tilt it. Like, tilt it. It dropped like this way. It dropped down a little bit. What? Like this. There you go. Pull it up. Yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it dropped for a little bit. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Um. So yeah, Oxygen, which is like iconic skate company. Yeah. Like you know, like a lot of us who started, Oxygen was so before so many people's eras. Yeah, and definitely. Nowadays. A lot of even the OG guys, like, they're the people who they watched were skating Oxygens and called like some last generation of like oxygen skating themselves but you were sponsored by oxygen mm -hmm. and then you went from there to solomon those are two pretty Actually, epic companies yeah. i yeah. went to razors after uh oxygen like early um, days razors when yeah, herbert was on right exactly herbert was on on razors pre-marco um, yeah like <laughs> pre-marco uh wait no marco hinse um mike scott my man mike scott was on there rafael was it Sandoz? Yeah. On there, and there was one other guy. I forget who the other guy was. Um, but it was just them five or four for a while. And then they um, they brought Josh Petty on, and then they brought me on. Well, they wanted to bring me on. So I was riding Razors. I was, like, on flow with them. And I was. Uh, they wanted me to join the team, but I told them that it was a package. They, had, they took me there to take my brothers. And they're like, oh, we don't have that much space on the team. And Solomon was like, dude, we'll fucking... 
Rock Metal Three. Yeah, you said sure. it's a package. If you gotta take, you gotta take <laughs> my brothers. Yeah, gotta take, take the whole clan. The clan. Yeah. So, <laughs> Razors was like, oh, we don't got space. We don't got the budget. You know, they were kind of like being a little iffy about it. So Solomon was like, you know, Solomon has money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put us on a budget. They started paying us. You know, they put us on right away because they wanted to test the skis. They had um, brought some snowboard boots that they wanted to show us that they were considering making into skates. Wow. And that's what we were looking at. And so. Bear with me, bro, because my memory's fucking shy. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, We're they going brought down some snowboard deep. boots. Yeah, and they would come to the hotel in front of Central Park, and they'd stay there, and they would, you know, we'd go in and sit down with them, and we'd look at the the stuff that they were kind of designing. We would give them ideas, and they made the first couple prototypes. I remember having two different colored tan boots. One was dark brown, one was like light brown, um, and so. They had these dope moldable liners. They were the first ones that they, to do heat mold liners That's from right. the snowboard boots. That's right, custom, custom fit, custom fit baby. <laughs> Set around the tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but they were so nice that when you <laughs> land, you really bruise your heels, you know, on, mm. on the first kind of joint. So we told them, when I do this, this is bad. I can't even gap with these things. So they were, you know, considering different things to do, and they came up with the little slide and, you know, readjusted everything and. It was a game changer, bro. I started doing some, some of the biggest gaps I ever did after that. Yeah. Because um, you didn't even feel the heels anymore. I was always, I always had bruised heels and shit. I even still have problems with my heels because of that shit. But you know, they those are the they best. The first ones. Those are the best shock absorbers ever made. I think. Ever. I think it's like unanimous. Everybody could yeah. agree on that. It's like the best shock absorbers ever made in that skate. That's awesome. They were pretty good, but yeah. they were they were thick. But yeah, I don't think they would work in many skates nowadays. But in well, those skates, they were. Yes, yeah. it was specific to that. It was also designed from the ground up, yeah. right? If I'm for that, yeah, because it was yeah. specifically molded, like yeah. very. They did good. a lot of neoprene molding and a lot of like custom molding stuff, um, because they were they would make, I think, some of the best snowboard boots and ski boots at the time. Yeah, they were doing really well. Solomon could just like throw money at it. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and fix the problem. Like, <laughs> exactly. Fix it. Make is, it the best. Exactly. Is that how they got you guys on the team? Because did they come to you like we don't have any skates yet but I we want to pay you like with if that if i'm in. not mistaken again i gotta thank shura for that if i'm not mistaken i think it was Shura that called us up that you know somebody had counted contact it might have been nick um uh, and they were interested they wanted to talk to us and you know uh, about skates about um working with them so yeah i think it was them back then and it was dope because you know at the time we kind of had a little buzz going we were skating we just got on fr and I think in 96 i did really well in the nis i lost to randy in venice um so i think that's where they i think there was a rep out there or something i saw it there was something to that effect i'm you know i can't really remember but yeah yeah it was, we're, um, we're really dragging you down memory no nah, <laughs> man you're not dude i'm, I'm yeah. sorry it's just nah it's all good no, you do it. it's yeah. awesome these these stories are, i'm 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 liking these stories yeah me so. too yeah man it's they're, they're cool to remember you know especially those times like um doing those things like even triple a i think at the time we were writing for triple a yeah oh yeah AAA. those freaking triple so, a ads were so sick yeah. yeah like i remember seeing those triple a ads in box and you guys i was like that is the most new york city shit ever yeah. like you know like you guys are like playing dominoes <laughs> yeah. and in lower east side yeah. And then I think it said like I think it was called like alphabets. They were like alphabet city because like <laughs> that's what you call like yeah. you know Avenue A, Avenue B, Avenue yeah. C, Avenue D. Yeah, we were down um, on the east side. That was our, our stomping ground because um, there was a lot of skaters back um, back in the day from down there. John was always um, in Lower Manhattan on mm-hmm. that side, and not technically um, 
Alphabet City, but he was right, you know, he was yeah. right there. Um, like LES though. Yeah. Twenty yeah. something. You know, um, and then you also got, you know, uh Ryan. Danny, Ryan. Jacqueline's on six sixteenth over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um Danny, shout out to Danny in the gym. Um they're doing really good. Um Oh else? Danny, yeah. Uh, it was a crank. bunch of dudes. Shout yeah, out Crank, crank Shout Brooklyn. Out crank, Danny. Man. Um, so a lot of the... A lot you want to get in shape? Done. Call my boy Danny Salazar, <laughs> Salazar bro. Danny. So these are also, like again, you know, successful skaters. Danny's a savage. He'll put on them skates right now and body, but he's hmm. about his business. That that Crank Gym is amazing. Yep. You see a lot of bladers in there. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. So, um, yeah, if you see the AAA helmets, the reason they bring the little towels now... On the helmet was another one of our little ideas, our designs. We used to take our towels and cut them up and sew mm. them into the front of the helmets because, you know, you were always it was always coming down your face, the sweat. Mm. So now that they come with the fucking towels because it was uh, our little thing. I think I think Ray came up with that. I don't know if Ray came up with that, but I know it was all of us. Like our little crew all had the little towel things on the, on the helmets. And that was before Triple H even made helmets. They only made pads, I think. Protect was the big helmet. Yeah, Protect was helmets. Everybody yep. was wearing Protect. So what's Triple Eight like? Wrist guards mostly. I'm trying to think. Um, of... Yeah, they started as a very uh, plain, um, like wrist guard knee pad company, and then we started like coming up with stuff for them. Like the under the whole undercover thing um, was because at the time, you know, people were transitioning, stopping with the pants with the holes and the pads. You know, the big plastic pads coming yeah. out of the jeans. So we wanted to kind of wear pads that didn't mess up your pants. So we also took off the pads off regular big skates and i mean knee pads and we started wearing them and triple eight and saw that and you know kind of did the kevlar and we were tearing our jeans so they designed with the kevlar so it wouldn't rip your jeans and shit um so those were all things that we also came up with that now is stable like snowboarding that's huge i hear in snowboarding like they it um kind of changed the whole padding thing in snowboarding that's why triple eight is doing well i'm assuming it's crazy like how like you know especially in the early days like we all like influence each other but like blading doesn't really get like that much credit yeah exactly. no one ever that's what i'm saying because triple a yeah. is huge everywhere else now and i'm like yeah. dude i mean just like look humble at humble beginnings look yeah. at, with us i mean just like look at how blading influenced like um skiing like look at how blading yeah. influenced like you know um what's happening in quad skiing now look at how dude, the blading influenced skateboarding ours. Mini Dur- ramp, the mega. Oh, the mega ramp. Oh yeah, yeah but the but NIS skate, skateboarding directly, like it's such a huge influence mm-hmm. on like how they went in magnitude wise in terms of street because that was kind of yeah. happening mm-hmm. and it was kind of opening the door. So there was like an indirect influence in these all these ways, but back and forth because my opinion. even even back then and like when I used to go to Shimerville and stuff, um, the older skateboarders used to look out for us to try to you know teach us and kind of because we were young you know we're 13 right as a kid new to the skate park yeah Yeah, so they kind of looked up tom boyle was a big influence to me rest in peace he skateboarder yeah he was a big old school skateboarder he told me how to make twist he was from pennsylvania he was one of the older dudes on the ramp and he used to fucking do some big stunts man he was my man um and he he used to always look out for us because you know he couldn't understand a little 13 year old 14 year old with like a 17 year old with a Barely with a license or get making it out to Shimerville, Pennsylvania to skate, you know. So, you know, he was always give us pointers, look out if anybody trying to mess with us. That's know. cool because I, I, you know, I know, especially like back in the day, you know, I, I feel like we didn't have as much of this experience in the city. Like there wasn't that, that much of a divide between skateboarders and bladers in the mm-hmm. city. Like you said, like Harold Hunter was rolling up with, you yeah. know, Ryan Jacqueline yeah. skating. Harold was always a friend of rollerbladers in the city. We, like we were really big time. Dustin lived with Harold. Like I stayed at Harold and Ron's place for like 
uh, and Elijah and all of them for months at a time. But um, so it's cool to hear like the Tom Boyle thing. But yeah. um, you, were there some issues back in the day when like going on tour and like some all the time? Every time uh, you kind of left New York, it was kind of crazy. People trying to you know sort of mess with you know rollerblading, um, the skateboarding community. Um, and I'm not not to say like I said not all of them because there's a lot of a bunch of cool dudes that I came up with. But you know just some of the knuckleheads from the local town. So we used to fight a lot the skate park because they didn't know who they were messing with <laughs> they come you know they come and try to pull that shit on us and you know we're i'm here to skate i'm not really here to yeah. play you know with these kids and yeah. they try to act funny so you know they end up catching up you know, <laughs> hands real quick so it's a bunch of parks we got into a lot of fights at one point it was getting so bad i think uh i think arlo and Senna was going to sponsor like uh me bergeron and i Forget who else that were really always fucking fighting like, <laughs> to go around, you know, and just tour and get into like these scuffles and it, I never went down. It was <laughs> that, too crazy. That's such an but marketing an tactic. Yeah, that's like, that's a pretty to put in to make an impression, sort of. You know, like to kind of give. A, you know, that's a pretty. That's a pretty like serious idea. It is super serious. <laughs> that, like, back that's then, a fight it was club. A lot more. Yeah, no, that's it's like, like, like you <laughs> specifically like let's go. You put out yeah. some people who are like, you know, great at skating. Great at fighting, <laughs> and just send them to all like the most like hesh skate parks, and like just like basically like get, get, let it yeah, happen. Everybody like, jumps out of the van. A couple right people the put middle. their skates on, and you just stand there with your sneakers, like, "Yo, Jose, don't you guys skate?" Like, "Nah, I'm good." Nah, we good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was one time we were in Chicago. That's that's worked. <laughs> we were there for a that's trade work. show. Um, it was me, Ryan, like it was a bunch of us, and we got cornered by it was like a hundred, a hundred. It was a lot of fucking skateboarders. I mean, we didn't. He was with Jacqueline too. Uh, yeah, Brian, me. Jacqueline's no chump, but he's not really handsy like that. <laughs> you know, I, it, we we were outnumbered. No matter how no many matter hands what. we were gonna throw, it no was over what. for us. Right? right? Yeah. If we if if Ryan, I mean, we were still acting hard. I mean, we was young and dumb. Then New York, we, it was gonna be over. Never say die. <laughs> Thank God, Ron had a, his a head on his shoulders, and he you know he happened to mention his brother and. It, it got us out of some fucking... We were going to die there, I think, that day. So. For real? Oh, yeah, bro. Where, Shimerville? No, this was in Chicago, Chicago, bro. Like, in Chicago. We were in the city. We went for a trade show. So, you know, we were downtown Chicago. We're like, fuck it. Let's go street skating, you know. Find new rails and shit. We're out in somebody else's town skating. And we run into, like... We turn a corner, and there was something like... It was a lot of fucking skateboarders. But it was, like, hood skateboarders. The minute they saw us, they fucking made us, you know, surrounded us, made a circle around us. So it was it was pretty crazy if we didn't talk our way out of that one. It was it was gonna be pretty bad. But but, but for what? Just because you were skating? Yeah, just for skating. You know? They were like, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here. You don't belong here. You know, I'm like fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they started coming, I was like, oh shit! They they were around the corner. And like we didn't see at least another fifty or sixty of them that were skating like another ledge or something. When they came around the corner, it was like because it was it was like ten of us, twelve, so like whatever. You know, it was like fifteen of them. But when they kept coming. It was like, yeah, I, it was a lot. It yeah. was a lot. I mean, there might have been a little competition going on or something, like a skate comp, because yeah. it was a lot of them, bro. Damn, but, he, yeah. Unless they beat Arlo to the Fight Club idea. Yeah, well, no. I, maybe <laughs> they, they heard, heard about, about it. it. Yeah, exactly. they heard about it, and they were like, get the crew. Yeah, get <laughs> them early. Get them early. yeah but yeah. no, thank, thank, shout out to Ron. He saved our asses on that one, because yeah. that would have been ugly if Ron didn't. He was in quick thinking and yeah, uh, you know, Ron's Ron's always been good at talking his way out of situations. Ron is our mentor, man. When we were on yeah. tour. Ron, Ron is another guy who always looked out for us because Ron's very smart. Mm-hmm. He's always been around. He's a cool cat, one of the original FR guys. 
Yep. Speaking about FR, you know I got to ask this question. Ah, uh, he's gonna ask. You know I got to ask this question. Go ahead. We've asked it before. <laughs> we've a- we asked it before. We got every every a- FR <laughs> alumni. We got to ask what what can you tell us about Altitude Lou? What can you tell us hey, about? You know, shout out to everybody in the chat. I'm always on the chat, and and I hear this question all the time, and I've never commented on it because. I've honestly I've never heard of Altitude Lou, bro. And I mean I've always been around. Like I don't know who he is. Nah, that was a that's a good one. I, I might have to go into. A, I'm I might st- have to ask Shura. He's. I'm you know, starting Shura to wonder if like Ryan. Is. I'm starting to wonder if <laughs> no, Shura and Nick would definitely know. For right, sure. well, but everyone that we presented. This Ryan was question the one who started. To, Ryan and Ortega. Those those Altitude are the two Lou. who. Oh, so start- Ortega did confirm. I don't remember exactly. It was the same time though, because we had him on the show like right after Ryan mm-hmm. and Ariel. I think Ariel confirmed it also. But mm-hmm. Rawlinson was like, "No, no way. No one ever existed with that name." <laughs> like, well, because Rawlinson, I, I'm assuming he, you know, he he remembers like because there was a like a a beginning afar. Like I don't remember the original original dudes, but I know Shura was originally on it. He's like, you guys, do you guys know who Shura McComb is? No. I don't. So he was he was one of the original dudes on Team Rollerblade from the East Coast with with uh, Nick Hartman. He was you know he owned G Thirteen Clothing. He was one of the okay. first dudes to sponsor me and put me on. He was uh, a really cool cat. He's, I mean he's a really cool cat. He's still around. I'm talking like in the past, but you know because I'm <laughs> referencing back. How you hanging out back in the yeah. yeah, but you know um, he really helped me out a lot. Sent me a lot of places. He actually in '97 when I met Chris Edwards that we were hanging out over here in New York. Um, you know, Chris Edwards is always crazy. Shout out to Chris Edwards. That's my man, bro. He's always been my man. Um, he wanted to fly me to, like, we were just hanging out in New York, having a great time. I took him uptown, took him everywhere, you know, like, showing him New York. So, you know, it was his first time really coming out to New York. So he's like, dude, you're going to be in Amsterdam next week for the IS. And I'm like, dude, I'm not on that level. Like, you motherfuckers traveling everywhere, you know? He's like, of course you are. Birth is sending you. And I was like, dude, I'm like with Shura and G13 calls up Shura. And Shura's like, hell yeah, bro, no problem. You know, he's like, I just put my stickers somewhere, blah, blah. I was in Amsterdam like the next week in 97. No that was my way. first, you know, I got to thank him because that was my first real experience in seeing legal cannabis in a legal market. Mm-hmm. And it really, really influenced me because it was like so normal out there. It was so, I was actually trying to move to Amsterdam after that. You were like, yo. I was at the cafes. It was so crazy. Me, Webby, Feinberg. Oh was, Feinberg lost his mind. <laughs> like 13, 14 Walking around with splits like this big, but it was crazy. <laughs> Just loving it. Yeah, it was it was a good time, man. Um, that was the '97 is me, Petty. We barely competed. We were so fucking high, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't I bring a bunch myself. of kids, yeah. teenagers from America there. Yeah, it was it was. This I mean, like before, the red light district yeah. too. So you're seeing. I mean, I was I was barely 17, I think. So all these guys yeah. were 13, 14, and we're walking through the red light district. This Stop is when weed was like very illegal in, in the states, yeah. like very illegal. In yeah. the '90s, it was damn near. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, dude, you're like you're going to jail for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, so, and you're just in Amsterdam, like a teenager, just walking around. Everybody's like, like <laughs> for it was it was crazy. It was a life changing experience. Yeah. I will say that. Wow. Shout out to Chris Edwards. Thank you for that one. <laughs> crazy. But I think I think the only way we're gonna get to this is if we ask Nick Hartman himself about Nick Altitude. or Shura will definitely know because those are the two founding members of FR. Like I, I almost don't even want to know at this point. I feel like it the the legend itself. Yeah, is just good <laughs> Altitude enough. Lou, I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna look into it for you guys for sure. Sometimes <laughs> mysteries are, are meant. Guys. Legends are meant to stay 
Legends, <laughs> myths, you know. I learned a lot about Ryan from the last the few chat. episodes that we've asked. <laughs> oh, my man. While Jose's checking out the chat, I just want to shout out our sponsor for this episode. Who's our sponsor for this episode? Shout out to Blank. Got the Sherlock King Pro Skate out now. Yes. Out there. So if you don't know, you might be living under a rock, but check it out. Blank is the... Oh, look at this. Well, your phone's bending. It's freaking me yeah, out, bro. Yeah, this guy's got the future phone. right here. <laughs> oh, John just reminded me of a story. That same trip to Amsterdam, like, yeah, I missed, like, I had to have a passport, so I went and got my passport done and all kinds of stuff. And so I showed up late, and the bus just dropped me off in the middle of Amsterdam. I had no idea where the fuck I was, what Central? I was doing. I don't, dude, I can't remember to this day. They were like, you get out here. Barely Dutch or whatever. So I remember I got out. And uh, for some reason, I was kept asking where the hotel was that he booked me at. I went and dropped my stuff off, but I didn't know where anybody was. I didn't know where the comp. I was in the middle of nowhere. You didn't need to know showed up where anyone was. Yeah, and, you know, I was just I, the minute I got there, the first thing I did was hit the smoke shop. That was yeah. your first international trip. Um, for skating, yes. For skating, yes. That but was that, my first. That wasn't big DR. One. That wasn't DR. That I didn't go hang out there. Yeah, it was definitely my first uh, international skating trip. That's I, a gnarly Europe place especially. to go. That's to. my first time to Europe. Period. I've never been. Mm-hmm. over to Europe so and that basically Chris one. and basically Chris just like bought the ticket for you on like the homie pretty yeah, much put it he on. was just like yeah yeah you're going to Is right you're like you come nah, into dude. town so it was crazy because we had wow. a fucking ball and another funny story about that but um I'm walking down the middle of Amsterdam and you know the just the streets because I still hadn't run into anybody it was already the nighttime and I see like a, a lot of hair <laughs> across the street like this big fro you know and I'm like that looks like fucking John and I cross the street like in the middle of of just some random street and it's John. Ortiz? Funny enough, John Ortiz, I've ran into John like in at least seven different parts of the world like that. I see his hair and I'm <laughs> like, that looks like John Ortiz. I walk up to him, it's fucking John. Yeah. In the middle of like some back streets in Miami, I don't even know, he was on a scooter one time just fucking gunning it and I'm like, that can't be John. <laughs> I was like, you know what, it has to be John because every time I fucking say that it's John, <laughs> yeah. it was fucking John, bro. It's always John yeah. Ortiz. Crazy. Ran into him in some crazy places in the world but it's, dope forever globe friends, yeah, forever. friends that travel so you know that's that's pretty dope is you know how it is to see friends especially out of town um, yeah run into them when you're like somewhere that's like not home but it's really good to see the familiar faces and stuff so definitely john always pops up <laughs> um so from from that i'm curious from that like skateboard beef back in the day because you've been around for a while and like seeing like cool skateboarders uh all that like stuff like where do you think it's at now? Like, what's what's your the experience like going to Substance? Because that's like skateboarding. Yeah, dude, one of my homies is Dan, brother, that runs the park. You know, he's fucking awesome, brother. Like, that, that whole stigma is kind of like an old thing that was mm. at least still here in New York. Like, I don't I don't feel that at all in yeah. any sense anywhere, you know. I don't feel that aggression. I mean, I haven't been anywhere outside really of New York lately to skate that much, but um, not here. Oh yeah, substance, substance is like a perfect example yeah, of that yeah. too, because that's a skateboard. Roll together, yeah, and we all skate and chill together. You know, like, you know, we've gotten older now. Nobody's mm-hmm. really doing that, that stuff, and you know how things are now. People aren't as crazy as they were back then, saying crazy shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to get along, you know. Plus, I'm an old dude anyway. It's like, you know, you know, be for like, your uncle and shit. Like, yeah. Come on. For real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. to the point where it's like. Yeah, just, I don't know. Worrying about other people too much is weird. You just know? go and skate. Yeah. Just worry about what you're doing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. <laughs> like, It's like too much focus on other people is like, like some deep, mm-hmm. deeply embedded insecurity. <laughs> like, you know, 
don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but what about your, since you are skating so much these days, what about your take on skating nowadays? Because you obviously have seen skating through a lot since the beginning, pretty much the eighties, early nineties and stuff like that. Now yeah. to the 2020s and shit. Um, you're still skating. You skate with a lot of younger kids yeah. too. Yep. You're skating with like Kunga a lot too and yeah. shit. And he's a, a kind of a younger guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah but, um, fucking doing 20 walls on the ramp. Fucking making me die over here on a breath. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I, what I do like is how clean it's getting and the control, the absolute control, mm-hmm. mastery of, of the skate, of rolling on, on, you know, people aren't stuttering like before, mm-hmm. fucking running up to like the rail looking like a fucking, yeah, <laughs> the funny yeah. step. It looks good now. It looks clean. It looks uh, effortless. It looks um, um, so smooth. A lot yeah, of fucking smooth. It's really good, bro. It looks it's better really than refined. a lot of other sports now. I would say because mm-hmm. the transition into it, it's almost like I, I I think you know a lot of it has to do also with people going back uh, to rec skating because you know you're refining your regular skating. It's not mm-hmm. all about just going up to a ledge and jumping anymore it's not like just you're gonna hit a spot now you're rolling around you're you're worried about how you look just rolling how you skate how you go fakie how you you know um how you how you uh roll up to something you know just being comfortable on skates again because uh getting back into into like wreck and big wheels and stuff you realize you know a lot of like the crossovers and and skating fakie both ways and stuff like that it's in street, it's, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, you, you overlook those things. You're more worried about the grind. Or you're more worried about landing certain tricks and stuff. So you forget about the aesthetics of rolling into it or mm-hmm. kind of going into the trick. And some people had it extremely natural. It made them really good. That's why, you know, like, you know, right now, uh, Alex Broska, I was, you know, I think at the, at one of the forefronts of that shit, you know. Oh, yeah. Galino also, they yeah. learned some. The Kelsos, holy shit! I've been seeing the Kelso stuff lately, man. Those guys are like really cleaning up skating. They're making They're it good really on good feet. to watch, dude. Fucking Colin is uh, doing some pretty fucking <laughs> amazing shit, dude. So, um, yeah, shout out to those guys because they're pushing it. I think to make it look um, something that we really lacked back in the day to make it look um, really good, really clean. You mm-hmm. know, now it's becoming. If you really don't know how to skate for real, you can't just show up and, and think that you're going to, you know. Because I don't know if you remember back in the day, a lot of guys would just come and start doing some hammers and start doing some shit. And they weren't really able to skate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the skating part of skating. Yeah. So I now, can relate. I was one of those people. No, dude, but you on. had, no, because yeah. you, you see, like, you're one of the people that had that natural thing that just worked for you you didn't have to try too hard no but i can relate like easy. going to the spot when you can skate and you're a grommet and you're just like oh i'll jump yourself yeah. the biggest thing shit. you know even though i can't skate yeah. that really. shit don't matter yeah. nowadays you know it, people not, get yeah, on the smallest yeah. curb yeah. and do the most amazing right. fucking shit you know mm-hmm. and it's i like that you know yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be you don't have 30, to take that yeah. giant risk Absolutely. in order to, to like, make it look yeah. mm-hmm. You know, and that's absolute mastery. That's to showcase that's your like skill. Martial arts, yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you yeah. don't have to try the craziest thing to showcase your your, your skill. I mean, yeah, the absolutely. craziest thing is cool because yeah. I, I like doing. It's not like it's not in the it's too. not in the arsenal, but you it's, don't have. It's <laughs> there, but you yeah. don't have to. That's and cool. That I, yeah. I like. That's what I really really appreciate about skating now. Yeah. Um, has the rec skating helped your skating? Yes, have you noticed it has. Uh, actually, right now I'm working on a whole bunch of crazy like. Uh, switch fakie stuff on ramps not i mean it's all back to the fundamentals but i i like to think it's really hard basic shit you know riding switch fakie 
turning switch on the ramps. Um, you know, some people find it easy. You know, Australian guys do 720 switch and like it's nothing, you know, but you know, for some of us uh, going on to transitions and, and riding, faking, doing switch stuff, um, getting back to the fundamentals. I don't mean just doing it because I can do it, but it looks ugly as shit. You know? <laughs> I want to do it the way I do it naturally, you know, make it look very natural both ways. So I'm back to the super fundamentals and I find it a lot of fun, you know, mm -hmm. um, to really clean it up. A lot of stuff that I didn't pay attention to before I really, you know, kind of look at now. Yeah, a lot of the stuff is overlooked. Somebody actually requested recently um, if we could do an inside out on how to skate fakie on ramps, pretty much like, li or just looking over like the other shoulder, your yep. switch shoulder. Mm. Yeah, because no one's really taught that. You yeah. know, that's just either it's, you have it or you don't have it. And if you don't have it, you no. don't touch it ever. No, <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't. Do I don't it. think it's a have it or don't have it thing. It's, it, it, it's a it's a thing you have to drill. So so it's yeah. it's, it's like anything mm -hmm. you have to like practice, practice a lot mm -hmm. like. I that, came that, from skating rinks, yeah. so they always made us skate left one way. <laughs> so you're kind of turning left, and then you skate fakey that way. So that's, I mean, that's that should fuck people me up, think dude. that's a weird way to approach <laughs> yeah. skating, but like in those ways, that's actually really yeah. helpful because yeah. like there are times I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, you're, you're skating so long, you get to like a high level, and then like when you try something that's at the most super basic level, that's, that's you look saying. like you've mm. maybe it's your first year skating yeah. or some of those things. So. Yeah. Um, there are times I'm just like skating fake over this shoulder, trying to skate fake over this shoulder, and and I think like you know just those things are helpful, just like getting out of your comfort zone and like making yourself kind of be a beginner again, like yeah. and and that's I think part of it, right? Like the I don't know that there's some things in skating like you have it or you don't, but there are some things that like I think it's all work. Yeah, do you know I, what I mean? I, yeah, I, it's I really all respect work. The, the fundamentals. You know. Um, just getting everything really clean early before you try to do more advanced stuff. That's mm -hmm. one of the things that um that I think uh helps also with making skate look very natural and very clean. Mm -hmm. Like Domin like Dominic was saying in, in that in that one episode, it's like in the one episode because I, I can't think of that. <laughs> one one eighteen, one twenty, I can't think yeah. of the uh, whichever one, but um it's like the start to the end of the trick like you know i think we were really trick focused mm -hmm. back in the day it was just like just the trick because mm -hmm. there was everyone was like dying to like get like i want to be the first one to i've never done this trick or invent this or just trick so many or, switch ups or something yeah or or, or do something kind of get this some be new in this way but mm -hmm. like yeah, no one was like focusing about the whole skating mm -hmm. aspect there wasn't as much reward behind that but now i feel like it's like a whole cohesive piece which is yeah more, more fine yeah um i see mike in the in the chats, I just want to say that uh, I'll still grab Mike and Louie and body them as Street Fighter any day. Um, <laughs> don't even try it. Oh, wow. Here we go. Calling him out on the podcast. Dude, Louie and Mike used to go battle on Street Fighter. Ridiculous. Yeah, those are my guys. They I didn't know you were a Street Fighter guy, Jose. Oh, yeah. My whole life. It, uh, I have a tattoo of Akuma's thing on his back. My arm. I got That's one of the first tattoos I got. I was like a young shit. But <laughs> so that's how much Street Fighter I've played since... 94, I've never stopped. I think it's one of the most consistent things I've done like since skating. Street, street Fighter and blading. Yeah. Street Fighter. <laughs> There's a few of us, like I said, you know, Mike. Uh, if we're going to talk about Street Fighter, who's your top three guys you fight with? Top three. That I use? Or Ryu, top three guys. Ryu. Um, Ryu. That's Kage, a classic. And Guile. Those are my guys. Original. Guile? I keep, I keep it original. I keep it, you know. Blanco was my guy. Though. Well, I was Akuma, like Blanca, Akuma, Akuma, obviously Akuma. Yo, Blanco was like kind of like a little cheat character. Yeah, like you we were playing Blanca in like the back of the store, and you're just like pressing down and the button to make him like <laughs> yeah, like like everyone trying to jump kick. Into I think him. that's why I played him too because I didn't, I don't know how to play Street Fighter. I'm either. saying like that was like a really good beginner character, yeah. you know, playing Blanca. Yeah, 
entry level right there. Yeah, entry it, it has a lot. You know, it, it has its own thing with blading. Uh, Street Fighter. There's a lot of bladers that are into. I think Robert and Eric used to play heavy too. If I'm not mistaken, Robert, um, Robert Levanos and and Eric Shrine. I can see it's that. It's like a thing. It was a big. I know they had their crew down there. that played a lot. So, and Mike transitioned. I think he started here and went over there and kept playing. But yeah, it's always followed us. We play it a lot. Um, we always play together and shit. They sit out there and hurt them in the home turf, but it's all right. We'll get back to it. Sick. Waiting for Mike's rebuttal in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. <'cause laughs> um, not now, but in, in a little bit, we're going to open it up for questions for some of our friends who are watching live and some of our patrons who might have submitted questions. But before we get into that, I'm curious, uh, you know, someone who's been involved in skating from what? 88th, seen it come from before grinding, seen it come this whole entire way. And you've seen it, the, the highs, the lows, it on TV, you know, everything. Where, where do you think, what, what do you think the future holds for skating? Um, you know, it's funny because the way I see it now, uh, especially as of late, I think it's, I think it's ready to go mainstream again, um, especially seeing the way everything's moving. Um, uh, um, I'm seeing it like who brings it there? Magazines. Who brings it? Who's the who's the forefront of it? Who, who uh, brings it? Um, we we do have to give a huge part uh, to John Julio in this because he's he's I think John yeah dude John Julio's one of the one of the main dudes that's really pushing it um, pushing it on the, on another level like to get us back on uh, you know not that we need to be on any other level because we are our own you know our own thing you know we don't have to sort of prove anything to anybody anymore. nobody's children as you said exactly yeah, right? we're not anybody's kids anymore we mm -hmm. don't have to prove anything to anybody but it seems everybody else wants a, a, a sort of a part of it you know they want to be a part of it so right. um, it's good to have now a good foundation people who who went through it who have been through it um from the beginning and understand it have respect complete respect for um skating itself uh not just trying to get you know a buck on it and, and you know because when it started i think there was a lot more big companies and corporations that were heavily involved and hmm. it's finally been broken down to you know other heads involved um kind of pushing it and making the change to uh like skateboarding did where um we're more in control of our own um, competitions our own exposure our own you know we make our own decisions now when I think um, early on we were um, manipulated a lot more. People made decisions for us. They kind of saw what they wanted to portray us as and put us out there as. Um, and now, you know, we have a, a lot more control with you guys, especially you guys are a huge part of, like, the communication um, of blading, of everybody, you know, finding out what's going on and to stay on, on up to date and sort of, you know, knowing the history keeping the history alive of skating and the future and what's happening. So aside, you know, I think uh, them skates and John, you guys uh, are doing a huge, huge thing, uh, uh, part of skating, you know, and there's a bunch of, way too many heads to mention, but I think in the, in, in the, some of the, some of the, um, the bigger, you know, the more, um, the people in the front are, are you know. Yeah. No, I, I guys agree. Like that, that are doing really good, you know, and it's all about, um, you know, grassroots blading it's not like there's anything you know any other people behind it it's really us you know it's really blading it's really you know the people that are involved so um okay, when so they come i think you guys you know 
you know, you guys will be ready to kind of handle a lot of that shit and know what to do, you know, with, uh, you know, when they want to come making decisions, you know? Because um, I'm kind of curious, like, about, like, like, the, like, I, like so the grassroots, like, that, that would be a cool way for it to, to move forward. That'd be, like, the most ideal. But if it did get in some, like, hypothetically big thing, like, you know, X Games mainstream. comes back, oh, it's in the, in the Olympics, like, where do you do? You, what, do you think it's like big, freaking mega ram stuff? Do we like? Do we even have the vert skaters to like, to to break? Because there's so many guys in street, and then there's all these like new young kids. So like, do you think there'd be like new ramps that like fit skaters or like? I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about where it could go because it has like it could this, go a lot of different places. I know. I think yeah. like the feast way is like the yeah. easiest way to go. Mm-hmm. It's right. like the BMX sized ramps, well, and a lot of people are doing bigger airs with the big wheel stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think. The, uh, I know it's not my thing. It's Jose's thing, whatever. But no, like, no, the, the, right. the way that like with you, X Games have skateboarding on like the smaller ramps and stuff like that. Like I don't think that is a way to get out no. there for the mainstream stuff. The Feastway does it right. Or I think they're doing it. Or huge. vert ramp stuff. Right. Yeah. If we could get some vert ramp skaters, something yeah. like uh, like Fees or or like the way Winter Clash is holding their event, which is you know it's almost like a, 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 a you know one of those X Games events is that big, you know and. It's really well organized. It's controlled. You got fucking fans that show up wearing all kinds of shit. When they bring in special guests, I remember Arlo came in. Everybody was just like, oh, yeah. that shit is dope. You know, like, um, they do it well. And I think something like that, again, I, I think um, they should, uh, some of the original heads should be involved that to, for the decisions on that, you know, because um, they've been through the, you know, sort of the bad ideas and what didn't work. And you, they kind of know what's kind of working now. Uh, and sort of, um, you know, fees has a, a a good hold on it. The way they're doing the competitions and the way they're doing these big things, and they're you know blending all three of them. They're they're the example that I think should yeah. be followed on on how these events should go. You know, because they showcase us really well there too. You know, so um, it's crazy how long fees has been at it too. I didn't know I mean, until so I spoke to Joe, but I guess since '97. Yeah, that's they great. Perfected that. it. You know, they've and they've had plating since time. the beginning. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I think the way they're doing it always, um, maybe some of the courses I, I liked what I saw, I think was in, in Thailand when a couple of teasers, my guy right here, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he'll jump on you. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. Um, but yeah, the way I think um, they were doing some, was it in, somewhere in Thailand? It was having some competitions over there. So Asian X Games? Yeah, was it the Asian they, I don't know if it they, was, but I know they do Asian X Games. I, know they, I think they, it was. They usually have, uh, they have like, a bunch of stuff going on in Thailand. I know they hired like Richie to be like a like the national coach for like the. Well, they have a team, don't the they? Team, they have like yeah. an international. And I'm team not sure. Or a national team. I'm sure they must hold host some events to some extent with that, you know. Yeah. And but I know like the Asian X Games is generally like China, right? And then I they, don't really. They know. had the big event in Japan mm-hmm. that was a hundred grand yeah. that uh, Soichiro won. Was that a one off? Oh. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it was a one-off. They used for... all their money on. They gave all their money to Social. They had no money for the next year. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think it might have went on, but without blading, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Someone in the comments fact checked me on that. Yeah. I don't know. None of us know that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I so I honestly think that that's a good structure for, for you know, uh, for, I guess televised events and stuff like that because yeah. I still do like the grassroots small, um, competition where everybody meets up and still you know. Um, the bashi pop off, pop off, um, and stuff like that because those are really pop good. off. I like that. Pops the pop off, off. <laughs> pops off, pop off, and the pop yeah. off. Pretty wild over there. Um, yeah, 
so yeah, I think you know uh, we still have to have the smaller competitions like that to bring people up uh, through, mm-hmm. you know, through the AM type thing to get them recognized. But for a structured event, I would think the way they, those guys are running it would be best because um, it has worked for so long, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they totally. built a lot of ramps catered specifically to you know kind of like blading as well, you know. A lot of the ramps that um when we were coming up it was you know for other sports you know it was more like biking right you, you know, like had to adjust to that yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 well I that's, think what, that, that's kind of what i'm saying like I, I'm, I'm wondering like what when if it ever comes to a point where it could be like blade specified it could be really interesting what could is possible but I, I, yeah. I, I agree with you like i think uh a lot of it would be like bigger bmx style kind of runs yeah i think because like i I'm, i could be wrong but i i believe i heard that the feast ramps that we skate on are bmx ramps right I think that's like there's a skateboard one that and then there's sense. the BMX one, but the roll days go on the BMX mm-hmm. one, which is the better of the two options. Yeah. But you are right too. It's like yeah. if there was the third option for a later mm-hmm. course, like what would it be? That's interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, I built a lot of courses in in my time. I helped. Right. Build, yeah, uh, you're a ramp builder. Chelsea. I helped build uh, Oil City. Come on. Unique Oil City. Underground. That's oh, right. underground. That was, <laughs> that was all mine. Anybody skated underground? That was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Right. Um, then. NYC Street Invitational. The Invitational, yeah. Dude. B. Ford. Yes. Uh, Hakeem, myself, Brian Lewis, Breaking Night. Robert. Brooklyn, Robert. Came down. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, yeah. Robert, 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 no, was it Harry? Harry or Rob. Harry, Harry always yeah. helps me. Yep, Harry. Harry's Harry came Harry down. always helps yeah. me build around. Rob, too. They always come through. But dude, Harry. Harry and me have always, like, put it together. First of all, huge shout out Harry. Harry, Like, he's the man. Like, and I know he's, like, busy with his family and doing his thing, but... He's the best. Yeah, Love that guy. And huge shout out Robert too. Yeah, father figure. Harry's always been, you know, the one with the head straight on. Right. Looked out for us always. You know, he was an older guy. Um, not the older guy, but he's, he's only a year older than me. But, you know, he was always the responsible because yep. I'm smart. You know I mean? older brother. <laughs> so, yeah, shout yeah. out to Harry. Shout out to my nephews and my godson, Ryan and Justin. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Shout out. I'm a family man now, so you'll be hearing that shit all the time. So. <laughs> well, now you're a YouTube superstar at home. Ah, that's right. Little They're little YouTube little lovers, so they get to see their uncle on YouTube. You made it. You finally made it. That's it. I'm on a YouTube show. <laughs> <laughs> Was it true that, I mean, you said it before, that <coughs> did rollerblading bring the mega ramp to the masses in yeah. this? Was that really the first time a mega ramp was ever? Was a, I think Rob still has... I think, he took third place in the first mega ramp comp ever. Rob was just fucking a natural to that shit. So my younger brother, I just ran into it in the basement or the attic or some shit. I found it. Um, but yeah, I think it was in 97. First mega ramp came was to South Street Seaport. Yeah. Oh, Seaport had a mega ramp. Yeah, yeah, bro. I don't remember that. Who won that shit? Who won you motherfuckers? Uh, oh, I, I, I think I, I the think mega I ramp, the, the NIS ones, like it was like, I think it was when Car- they were the first Carlos ones? was coming around. Remember that? Carlos was like, it was like, 98? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 97, 98. Those are the first mega ramps. Yeah. And they had them at Virginia Beach. They had them. They had them at Jones Beach. Yep. Street Seaport had one. I remember that. There were these huge drop ins and like Mm -hmm. it's massive. And it's an airbag, right? And then it became, no. Was it an airbag? It was a down ramp. No, I mean, but the ramp went to the airbag. No, the airbags, bro. Where did you go? I figured out the stop. You went to like. Some wood platform. Then they, put a, quarter pipe, the they put a quarter pipe at the back. <laughs> it was a quarter pipe. Oh, was it a quarter? Yeah, it was a quarter pipe. Yeah, I mean, it was like we landed a wood down ramp quarter pipe. What pipe? Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. no stopping. But you have to stop eventually. Quarter pipe. 
Quarter pipe, okay. So <laughs> it wasn't an airbag. <laughs> yeah, it, it okay. was not an airbag. No, it was a quarter and, pipe. Um, so I definitely don't remember. I definitely don't remember a huge quarter pipe yeah. in the 90s. I think back they called then. it kicker because the, 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 the word says kicker. kicker. Big kicker. Big kicker. That's what it was. It was called they the called big, big kicker. kicker. Yeah. Um, there was a competition at Jones Beach a while ago, like Bashi, like seven did or nine yeah. did, mm-hmm. like Bashi. in 98. And I remember that. Mark Mark Hotel even caught a piece. If you're from New York City and an OG, you know Mark Hotel. He's in, he was in fast shoes. <laughs> he's still around. Yeah, and um, he's still around. And he he seven that Kelly jumped it, and yeah. before Kelly landed it, she ate it. I tried it, and <laughs> I was such a street guy at that time. I just dropped in. I just went straight back onto my back on that thing, and I just got the wind Those knocked the out of me. First, oh, I was scary. finished and. Carlos Pianowski was dropping yeah, in fakie was coming oh, and fakie right. backflipping it, which Damn. was like dropping in that fakie alone. Yeah, yeah. Those it's are the same. I won't drop in the mini. Matter. I won't drop in the mini one fakie either. That's too it's scary. <laughs> it's that's that, the mini. That alone. Yeah. Mini, yeah. That alone. You know. Mm-hmm. But um. So yeah, those are those are. I think that's where yeah. that came from. Right? The first yeah. mega ramps also came from blading, and then it became the huge thing for the X Games. It became one of their biggest, um, you know, because um, people were dying points. every year on yeah. it. <laughs> I remember this guy's shoes. I forgot what's Jake, his name. Jake Brown. Jake Brown. His yeah. shoes went flying. Like yeah. they exploded off his feet. Flat ground from fifty yeah, feet in the air. Crazy. Like that's that. insane. Yeah. I will say they did kind of make it. Kept making it bigger and bigger. And oh my god! The, the one that he ate shit. That yeah. one that he fell on. Like a twenty foot wall to go up. I think no, a thirty foot. I think yeah, a thirty. No, that cool. one was. That one was. They made it bigger. But video games. Yeah. yeah. First ones that they saw the ideas kind of came. Yeah. Same thing with the NIS. I mean, the NIS inspired the X Games. You know, they saw the NIS in '94. 94 was the first NIST? Yeah, yeah and then 95 was the X Games. We drove down to the first X Games. We're getting to a point where, like, it's like, it's like a really, f- like, we used to say, oh, that was 94, 95, 96, 97, mm-hmm. and we were like 2003, and it was like, oh, it's right there. Now we're getting to a point where it's like, yeah. Yo, that was in like '94, '95, '96. Then like you know, I, keep- I, I skate with kids that were born in like after 2000. 2000s. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's like wild, but um, no, it is it's crazy to think about. I never but, knew how much we influenced other sports yeah. and shit until this episode. Well, we're very innovative. We were one of the newer guys, so everything we were doing at the time was, you know, we were looking for new things to do because one of the things they kept accusing us of was biting off of their stuff. Right. You know, a lot of their tricks, you know, the Smith grind, the Japan, the stale, yeah. and the rocket ears, you know, they mm-hmm. kept accusing us of taking their stuff. So. Well, it's true to some extent. It because is. They because were we there first. Them. Yes, absolutely. They were absolutely. there first, so it's going to naturally get an influence from, from that. Um, just like they borrowed a bunch of things from roller skating from the beginning, quad skates. You know, oh, their skates they, boards mm-hmm. are based on roller skates. Everybody the guys who skated sideways, yeah. like you know, Side the, surfing. yeah, yeah surfing. The, the, the McTwist, as they credited in the Bones Brigade video and like some other things. And there's always been the back and forth influence. Like I remember, like even even in recent times, I saw like there was a cover of a Thrasher where I mean, might have been ten years ago at this point. Recent, I don't know, but like this guy uh, just did a rail to rail, you know, and that was like such a basic i wouldn't say basic but it was like a thing that wasn't like the highest level of rollerblading like mm-hmm. a lot of people were doing rails mm-hmm. to rails and and then like a know, down rail to down rail you mean yeah down rail to down rail mm-hmm. you know but and then, then you just see it in skateboarding and it's like you know you can't help but think like obviously there's <laughs> some influence like yeah. from like areas because it's happening in other sports so you you can only think oh what's happening there is it possible here yeah and that just is like a constant cycle and you can you can be like possessive of those things like that's that's ours man that's ours or you can just be like oh well shit this is it's cool that this is the world that we like live in and we're like constantly influencing influencing each other like in all different kinds of ways artistically 
and you draw inspiration until you have something that's your own. Like, you know, whether you start playing guitar or whatever, you don't come in like, this is my original style. It never happens. Like, yeah. you have to find it from somewhere and then develop it into that. So mm -hmm. I think it's just like the attitude in that. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. Also, I, you know, I, I think that um, um, because blading was also so new and such, there was like so many young kids doing it in the beginning, you know, creative minds, always the young kids, you know, young people always come up with the something incredible out of nothing you know when you're young that brain is always constantly you know creating and making new things and, and you, you no see fear. the little twins those girls coming up with new grinds that nobody's ever done <laughs> yeah. before you thought it was done they, they have like five tricks under their belt right? yeah. and not even double digits yeah. yeah look at that they've been on That's... the WTF of the week like three times <laughs> yeah they're like number yeah. one on the list it's with crazy. like with like yeah. tree to compete with them man. shout the out the roller skate twins yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah they're bucking they're coming mm -hmm. Um, I think in a second, we're going to open it up for questions. So if anyone's watching live and you have questions, ask them now. But before we do, I have one more question about um, the New York City skate scene and, and, and its significance, where you see like the future of that going, like, you know, the, the OGs, you still seeing yourself be a part of it, like, you know, mm -hmm. Joe Dentro, like John, and like everyone's been around for so long and the young guys are coming, like, where do you see the future of the New York City skates and they got the Bashi Pope skate off and Jordan's been around yeah Jordan is a big uh, a big influence in the uh, New York scene those guys are doing a, a lot of things a lot of good things for skating um, constantly calling you you know to come out motivating you doing um, events even um, um, like skating donates old, old skates to send out to other places where people need skates like in DR and stuff like that um, so yeah I, I see I see um I kind of see like the older guys and the younger guys um, actually helping blading stay alive in, in New York right now and and passing the torch. It's I see a lot of people transitioning from you know other sports to blading because there's such a big influence now. You'll see you know twenty thirty bladers together again. You know that was a rarity a couple of years ago in New York to just come out, and go to a spot and run into twenty people. You know back you know you go a couple of years before that you couldn't go to a spot and now run into 20 30 people you know at its you know at its highlight so i see the comeback i see the transition i see the new people kind of discovering skates or the older people that used to skate discovering it all over again um and getting back on blades so um yeah i think um the new york city scene is is, is strong and well and alive man i still got the tuesday night skates you know that i do in by my way Everybody's doing their little thing that we all support each other and come out. I think roller skating is a big help too. Um, Definitely, quads coming back and all the quad skaters because I hang out with a lot of quad skaters and you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's it's you know it's just the, you know the push and everybody kind of the camaraderie always helps. So I think um, it's super healthy in New York City. You see it. Substance is kind of like a nightclub mm -hmm. for skating. No, you know, not that anybody's clubbing but you know you got the music going at night 10 11 o'clock at night skating hard so it's kind of like a gym you know nightclub scene type thing that's bringing a lot of young people in that you know nobody's especially after this whole pandemic thing people aren't into like really going out and and you know um not that they're not into going out but you know like it's changed everything the yeah. whole nightlife scene and this has been sort of a a hub for everybody to kind of come together and i would like to see more of that like um because, you know, the guys over there, they treat it like a gym. You become a member and you get access like a gym. You know, you put in a code and you could go in at 
two in the morning and skate. Get for, out of here. Yeah, yeah. for like two, three hours to get your cardio in and skate and go home, you know, so it's not like a little kid thing anymore. It's like a anymore. 24-hour gym. It's yeah, like a 24-hour gym. You can go at whatever time, clock in, go skate, If go you're home. a member. If you're a member. You have to be a member, like a gym member. That's dope. But the, I would like to see more of that, especially here in New York. That's a good idea. Kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. There's adults, like I said, I, I gave up my gym membership and I decided to join there because, you know, it's what I'd rather do. Yo, mm. hold it's on. a smart ba- thing to do, bro. Ba- bear with me. Hey, <laughs> here we go. You see? Make the skate park. <laughs> Let's do a new one. And the gym, bro. So you got side the gym side. and then yeah, the skate yeah. park and then you do the membership. That's the, it, yo, you've seen some ca- of those clean looking I'm skate parks in, in Europe. <laughs> skating weights. <laughs> pen, pen. Yeah, that might be a new one, bro. You never know. Because you have to, you know, especially at That's me. a good idea. I have to t- kind of train to skate at this at this age. So there's a lot of things that I do mm-hmm. just to be able to continue skating, you know, right. at, at a certain level. So mm-hmm. I would like to, I, you know, there's a lot of shit that I gave up when I gave up the gym that like machines that I would like to use at least a couple times a week. To really, you know, keep my skating stronger, you know. You know, there's a lot of things that you incorporate. Squats, lunges, Same. you know. I was going to say, what exercises help you with Squats that? and I, lunges I, are, too. If you can't do those, don't even try to jump on a rail, man. I'm telling you from right now. Yeah, you got to be, yeah. I don't think I've ever done squats. a squat or a lunge in my exactly, life. Exactly, bro. Look at how you... you well, you probably can. You know what? You can more I, squats I, than you I know can, in yeah. your life. Yeah, but because not like working out. Well, without thinking about it, you know. Yeah, but I had that conversation with you, I think, at Substance Out, like... I ride my bike almost every day, but I still go to the mini ramp and I'm winded because it's completely different. It's not the same. Like it's hard to work out for skating without actually skating. I mean, it's good to be in shape, yes, and other things can attribute to that too. But specifically for skating, there's like no exercise like it. Shout out to Masalena. He's one of the first dudes I ever seen really work out and train to be a top level skater. Like this motherfucker get up at six in the morning, run like ten miles, hit the gym. By the time we're getting up all messed up, he's a million bucks, you know, that's how he used to train to win everything. This motherfucker was a bad Well, it showed because he was going to Eisenberg's doing the street and the yes. vert together. <laughs> he trained like a professional athlete. We never looked at skating. Half like too, that. I think. Yeah, I, I, could, I would assume so. I think he's, he physically you know, trained yeah. to it for it. Which makes sense because yeah, every, every, every athlete trains for their no sport, matter except what it us. is, except skaters. <laughs> we just drink beers and smoke weed and, and shit. And then we think we can go ahead and fucking. Yeah, you know, drop rail. Exactly. So. <laughs> Um, I've learned now, sense. especially now that I'm gotten, I've gotten older, that um, training for skating or, or working out towards skating helps with longevity, with recovery. Um, shout out to Demetrius. He's got a whole plan, his whole thing going. You know, eats really well, trains to skate as well to try to, you know, his level of skating, especially at his age is, you know, it's amazing. No, Demetrius is on like that's a a great example of the steps you have to take in order to skate to that level at in your mid thirties and and beyond. You can't just uh, you can't just dig into the reserves like you do in your twenties. Just (laughs) like what reserves? I just dig into the reserves. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You need to preserve. It's like a preserve. You need to put the early stuff in and get things going. Yeah. But um, cool. We're gonna start to open it up for questions. I forgot to mention before that we prioritize our super chats and we give half of our super chats to our guests. So if you like uh, our guest and you have a question and you feel inclined to jump the line, we mm-hmm. we do that with super chats. So um, do we have any Patreon questions with that? Uh, we don't have any Patreon questions. I know we, we announced super it a little chats late. Yep. Coming in, yes, we have super chats coming in. We're gonna go through the super chat questions uh, real quick. Thank everybody for supporting us and supporting Jose. Um, the first question. Would be. Are you ready, Jose? I didn't yeah, ask yeah, you. Ready? Good, 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 good. Let's go. Good. You good? Let's do it. All right. First question from seventeen BKS. 
and I'm confused about this question, so I had to ask it again. Uh, they said, never been slash holy grail New York spots slash tricks, which I don't know if you know what that means, but I asked them to clarify, and they said, uh, I mean like tricks that folks have always said, imagine someone did that. Someone's got to do that. I guess maybe just tricks that people have said over the years to do in New York that... That they've wanted to come and do? I guess Shit, so. Shit, I got to say that Stuyvesant rail. I just saw Billy... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fold himself like laundry on that thing. Dude. Um, I, I was just by there today. My hotel's right by there. Has anybody conquered that? No. Not the white one, no. Not you, not Alex, nobody, right? Everybody well, Alex on it? Nunez was the, the first one to do the whole thing. Okay. And, and Jeff Howard also the same day did the whole thing. First of all, the whole thing is like... It's yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's the scariest it's thing ridiculous, ever. Looking dude. down on that thing it's is out of control. Terrifying. It's like it's a super high rail from the top to the first roof. It's like thirty something foot drop curving, at the height of where it curves to where you would go over. It's uh, like a fifteen foot that drop to the tennis insane. court, and it goes all the way down. And yeah. if you do the whole thing, then at the end you get to take like an eight or nine foot drop to get away from it. Just at least away. eight or nine foot, yeah. and you yeah. have to jump off before the little lamppost thing yeah. at the yeah. end. I it's scarier than a it's scarier than a standard drop rail. I would yeah. rather take the drop than hit all those other obstacles <laughs> along the way. It's just it's just so many factors. Just to yeah. pull that one off, um, I think I've seen some of the best skaters in the world hit that thing and fucking. Yeah, not make it out. No, you know? for sure. Yeah, it's so. like I think the only people who have done it is Alex. Jeff did it that day as well. Um, Steve, the bottom part. Steve no Cortes. disrespect to Jeff in any way, but I think Alex's was just like insane because Slapped Alex landing. was standing really tall on it. Like yeah, you know what I mean? A, you know how like on a sole you can kind of sit back a little bit, mm -hmm. like and that's still insane. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but Alex's was just nuts to me. Because he was just like standing on mm. top of it, like taking that. I was just like, I, 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 I still watch that to this day, and I'm like, yeah. If you go to that spot, that's just nuts. And yeah, Jeff yeah. Trick is nuts too, but yeah. I think Alex is just a little, yeah. little more nuts. I, I, I gotta say though, um, I don't know if you remember what competition was that. Um, Jeff trampled my nephew. What? <laughs> when he did that gap the to top zone? to top on zone, the King, King, King Queens. Oh yeah. If you see, he last he, man standing. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. last man standing yeah. or King of Queens. So, no, one of those, I, I think. Forget. I think it was. But the if last you man see in the video, he absolutely takes a little kid and just <laughs> on a bike. The kid goes flying. No, he was just, just standing. He came down so fast. You know, he had no control. He, it was my nephew. Yeah, <laughs> the little kid was really good on motorcycles. No, no. no kid anymore. But he absolutely bodied him. At the end. <laughs> we wow. had no business having a kid. At the <laughs> 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 Jeff came in hot. One on one in skating. He that did, was wild. He did yeah, that hungover. He, he did that hungover Jeff, too. Jeff has done some shit that I've. I mean, Jeff. Has done some yeah. shit. Yeah, yes. That was one of the biggest stunts I think I've seen. And he just came out the blue. He said, I'm a gap. I'm like, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Jeff has done some. Of the, he was the first one to try to jump off the rail into the tennis court. He tried it more times than anyone. He tried it like nine times. <laughs> Insane. And, and he Bro, still hasn't had enough. He of it. tried he it like four or five times in one day. Yeah. Like, He's that's. Respected. Insane. Jeff Howard is yeah, one of the hardest huge gangsters. And he still wants yeah. to do it now to this day because he Possibly. said he would come back. To do it, I don't understand what Make the hell sure is wrong with that. I want to see it. I want to see that. Make sure I'm I told him I'd buy him the plane ticket to he come might be out. Able to I'll, I'll definitely pay for that too. I Everybody would that. pay for that fucking plane he ticket. He might be able to do it now because he's like sober and vegan. Yeah, he's fucking good, bro. Like, is he vegan never or vegetarian? But he, I know he takes has like a good light diet, so he might be a little lighter. <laughs> I you think he was always light not enough. Not taking as much. <laughs> I think he was always pretty light. But it might be even lighter. <laughs> <laughs> he might just float on the way down like Mario and his no, Super Mario. 
Shout out Jeff Howard. You're the man. All right, we're getting a little silly now. Let's keep it yeah. going with the Super Chat questions. Next one is from Ray Mendez, cool. who says, what's your favorite skate road trip memory? <laughs> and remember what happened at Amsterdam is. So, so the reason Ray smokes cannabis to this day is kind of like my fault. Um, we were in Amsterdam, and I was fucking absolutely losing my mind over there, so I was buying all kinds of weed because they gave me a, a per diem, a budget. And I spent it absolutely all on weed. So Ray was staying with me in my room because Chris hooked it up. I had like the presidential suite. And I mean, he hooked it the fuck up. Edwards was bowling at the time. This is when he had, I think, the chocolate. The, the He had like all the it skates. He had like, he just had money at the time. That's, that's a crazy combination. Money. Like Edwards with like just like crazy amounts of bowling money. <laughs> wow. And just like a huge heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the that's biggest been heart Edwards, in man. the world. He's like, always, he's been, always like been, that. been that. Yeah. So, I huge mean, shout out Chris Edwards. Yeah. Remember you won the competition I did at Oil City? He, he came yeah. down to judge it. Yeah. 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 He's always been mm-hmm. like just one of he's the He's always been like the height. The greatest yeah. guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Ray, you know, Ray and Chris Edwards, you always seem together because yep. they're like a team. Mm-hmm. But um, so Ray was. I, you know, was part of the crew in, in Amsterdam that year, and he didn't smoke. He was all, you know, straight edge at the time. That's John right. didn't smoke. None of those guys smoked back then. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we were the fucking outcasts because smoking in the 90s was like a, a big thing. Yeah, it's like you did drugs. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> Yo, do this drugs. This guy's doing <laughs> drugs. Like, you know? So um, Ray was like, oh, it doesn't fucking count because we're in, in Europe. I'm like, of course not, bro. Just go ahead and hit it. He's like, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. We're here. And he, <laughs> he smoked. And um, I think they were doing the news and some... Some chick came out topless doing the weather because you know you're, you know nudity is a little more comfortable. Right. We were watching that. Yeah. yeah, he could not fucking stop laughing in the room. They came in, I think, and knocked on the <laughs> door. Like, is there something wrong? And <laughs> it was Ray High for the oh first time. <laughs> and I think till this day, since that '97, is he has smoked weed. Every <laughs> you know, it, it, he he was like the guy from um. You ever see uh, how high is it that with like. Method Man and Red Man, mm-hmm. yeah, where like the guy who like steals the weed, like he he like smokes the weed for the first time. He used to be like the really tough like security guard, like don't smoke weed, I'll keep yeah, smoking. Yeah. And he smokes the weed, he's like, ah, <laughs> like he just like signs like, home. It's like uh, the Brown Brothers. So that's a bad. Yeah. That, that's a very specific. <laughs> that's a very specific reference. Yeah, so that one I got, I, I can't forget because I'm I'm mainly uh, convey into becoming a kind of pilot for the rest of his life. So that one was fun. But I think the best, my favorite tour was when we went on the G13 tour in the Winnebago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron, Sammy. I don't know if you guys remember Sammy. He was an FR. Um, Puerto Rican Sammy from the Bronx. He was fucking crazy. Um, Ron, Sammy, me, Harry, John went on that tour. Who the hell went else went on that tour? It was fucking crazy. But we, that's where we got started getting into all the fights. So we fought at Scrap. We fought in all over Pittsburgh. We fought in Pennsylvania. I mean, every skate park we showed up to, we got into a fight. It was me, Ron, my brothers, and a couple other heads. We were throwing down with everybody in every single skate park. And so I quickly figured that when you go out of town, you had to get ready to scruff because people were always trying to test you. But yeah, that was a crazy tour. We were like, Ron held us down because we had a minimum budget. Ron knew all the tricks, you know, how to keep us fed, keep us alive. That's why I always say shout out to Ron. He, he really looked out for us. But that tour was wild. That tour was like a bunch of inner city kids, like really crazy kids. Like, let's put them on a Winnebago and take them to Detroit. So we ended up going to, I think it was a scrap competition, and we were promoting G13, but it was like, it was crazy. We did a lot of crazy shit. I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to protect a lot of you guys out there. <laughs> what you were doing and what we were all doing. But yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty wild tour. I think that was my favorite tour because 
everybody was just it was organic. I mean, again, that was a G13 tour, which was my man Sure, and he's just he's always been down to earth. So he put up with a lot of our crazy shit. We were. Shout out to the homie. Yeah, shout out G13 to G13 tour slash the yeah. fight tour. That was one of the craziest tours. That's why I think they got the whole idea. Like, we should put these guys on tour to fight. <laughs> throughout the whole tour, we were just scruff and whatever. That's a funny concept. I want to ask uh, Arlo about that next time I talk to him. Definitely ask Arlo because I know that they wanted to put him, Bergeron, and me. And I don't I don't think he was on it. And it was me, Bergeron, I forgot who else. Budnick. That's right. Oh, really? Oh, that Mike was makes sense. Savage. Oh, Budnick. Makes he sense. was not that I'm still riding his wheels. Shout out to Eulogy, man. They still keep me alive. Isaac is the man, bro. He's always taking care of me forever, man. And mm-hmm. I think I still got the original wheels. Austin wheels. Do you? I got some put away, yeah. Damn, those are worth yeah. like tens of dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> those are Austin, man. But yeah, Eulogy's the man. Eulogy's uh, the product. Get some Eulogies, get some Create Originals, get some Mesmers. Those are the shit. It won't hurt. No, it won't <laughs> hurt. Get some Demskades. Come on, let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it going, baby. Yeah. We have some a- ghetto community gear, you know. Oh, I know. the jacket. Ghetto community. Shout yeah, out Jordan. Shout out Jordan Baez, man. Yeah. Holds down the shout city. Shout out to Jackie and, and, and Carlos for having a... Yeah. Huge shout out to Jackie and, and Carlos, man. Carlos is doing doing so much always with skating. Yeah. The so I'm skating at the competition. Competition his name's killing it. Yeah. Um, doing big things. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're right around the corner. It's, I'm excited for him. Mm. Yep. Good things. Um, Anyone else? Next, Super Chat. From Mr. Dale Tan. Oh, shit, Dale. Who wants to know if you landed the five in the mini at Substance yet? Yeah, I've been eating shit, Dale, but I'm this close. This close. I used to have them, man. It's just fucking old and riggedy. You know, I'm still That's trying. A five? I'll get it this week. A five on a, on, on a, no, on a mini ramp is never going to be like that comfort trick. It's always going to be. I don't know be... how. I wanted to get it comfortable, too, with me. Also the coping, the... at least a good four or five feet out. Oh, four That's or five the only feet. way you can. It, I, I will not accept it any other way. <laughs> Gotta be at least a you know a lofty on the bigger mini though I'm talking yes talking about, yeah because okay, yeah. that's even easier than a little yeah. one that's that er, that's that uh, old vert blood shout yeah, out to yeah, Nell sure. Martin he's a big inspiration I always see him doing fives yeah. and doing all these big things on the ramp and mm-hmm. you know I, I'm still a, a really really big fan of vert skating and a, a disciple of vert because it's one of my first loves ever is to see vert skating you know um, you know one of my favorite skaters ever was always uh, Manuel Valeras. Uh, his style was fucking, you know, something different to me. Huge, yeah. yeah. It was a big influence in skating. I try to skate like him a lot. TJ Weber, I saw you guys talking about him. That dude was a man. First dude to really bring style, I think, to skating. Big influence. Uh, Love me some TJ Weber skating. Yeah, a lot of dudes like that. Arlo, Chris Edwards. My brother was always a, a bigger Chris Edwards fan. I kind of leaned towards Arlo. Those were the first guys that kind of... Harry was more of Edwards? Yeah, he always had the chain, the boneless. He kept <laughs> the real real Chris Edwards. That's real. I was always with the fucking baggy shit looking like Arlo. Crazy yeah. dye in my hair. Did you do the chops? I didn't do the chops, but I did dye my hair. I had like different colors. That did you go blonde? Time. Yeah, dude. You I bleached. Wow. That's some crazy bleach. I got to go back in the archives and find that. <laughs> Might be some deep ones in there. You <laughs> deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> Looking crazy and shit. Bro. Yo, who would have thought all would have been like influencing like, you know. In the inner city, yeah, bro. The Dominican guy from Peru Queens to get his hair done. <laughs> Arlo's my man. Shout out to Arlo. Arlo's my man. Huge shout out to Arlo. Arlo's the man. He's doing big things, man, with the. The NFT and those, uh, yeah, I saw that. Receipt thing, yeah, man. he's I saw a bunch he, of purchases being made. He's basically been doing what he's been doing with Frank O'Shea and the art for so long. 
And he just made it to go NFTs. He paired up with you gotta time adjust and, with the times, oh, and they're killing it. Yeah. God, I oh, wish I had artistic talent, yeah, dude, but I don't. He's cool. We gotta do that. Arnold's always, always man, had man. that talent. He always, he's always, always like, stood out. Um, he's had some really um, spectacular talent at just doing, doing shit. You know, like being creative. Yeah. That whole tag shit, like kill all girls, was fucking genius. He's a godsend, yeah, bro. To blading, he really yeah. was a huge, yeah. big influence yeah. to me. Huge. No. Uh, next super chat question from Mr. Brian Lewis, who says, "You know this was coming. What is the Jose special?" Ah, I can't still around? even remember. I, it uh, is. They fucking have it over there, across the street from my house. Um, you're gonna have to go back to the one video. You don't even remember bro. what it was, dude. It was like fuck. You're disappointing a lot of bread. people right now. It's whole wheat bread, boar's head chicken, lettuce, tomato, salt, vinegar, pepper. The rest was. I think that was it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was it. Little mayo, maybe. But um, you go to the store on 101st. You tell them give them the Jose special. And they'll they still make it for you. All right, Brian's. Twenty stop years by. later. It's twenty years later. How old was 21, it? Twenty one. Right? How old was it at that point? Was it new at that? It point? was no. I, I. It's been around. It had a couple years there, but you know, I'm just saying since the video. So it's twenty one like, years yeah, since yeah. the one. So. It was Holy the one. Shit. It came out in 2001, bro. <laughs> Come on. Was it 2000? No, I think it was like 2003. And it was shot all over one. That's why you called it one. No, why was it called one? Brian. Brian, what year did one come out from, from Man Nature Ski? <coughs> um, that was all the Super Chat questions mm-hmm. for now. Um, moving on to regular questions. Do you have any questions there, Billy? I don't know if you were. Um, Truck55486 asks, remember the movie No Money Down? No Money Down. Oh, sh- yes. Money down. Uh, can we? And that uh, Sean Pellegrino says, "Can you lean into the mic?" Just yeah. Sorry about Thanks. that. There we go. Um, Wait, was that a super chat question? No, that was just a question. <laughs> no money down. Which one was no money down? We're having a hard time here. I don't know. To be perfectly honest with you. Hmm. I don't know. Those were those were I think one of the the, the smaller videos that came out back then. Um. Yeah, I, I shit. Bro, I'm telling you, man, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, sh- you know, hey, man, that's okay. And somebody, somebody, help me out here. Which one was No Money Down? No Money Down was. I don't know. I feel know, like if I YouTube, it's not really gonna pop up. Oh, Jackie hit us off with hit you all, hit us off with a a super chat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She said, from Blade Calendar, Los and Jackie. Shout out Blade Calendar. Hell yeah. Shout out. How would you describe the NYC skate scene now as an OG? And thank you so much for your blessing, guys. Much love. Shout out Jackie. And congrats. And uh, Did they have the baby? Wish no? you guys the best. No, no not, not yet. yet. But on the way. Um, oh, Nobody Down was sure his first video. Yeah, so now I'm remembering it because yeah. I, I think I got a, a slight... I came out in the background. I... Used to drive down with Ryan and Dave and all those guys to the to Shimerville to shoot that video. Wow, dude, who remembered that? I couldn't even remember. <laughs> that was amazing. Ray. Of course, Ray. Ray you know what? Because he didn't start knowledge. smoking weed till after that. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly that's right. what happened. <laughs> he, he remembered that. So remember. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I remember going to Shimerville and to Cheapskates to film that video with sure and all and uh, and uh, Gunnar's. Anybody remember Gunnar's was the man. He was he, he was a big uh, snowboard skateboard guy, uh, photographer and filmmaker. Um, and he uh, he did all the um, what the fuck were those videos? The one the instructionals. The um, not ride like Aaron, but there there was um, 
There was the ah, I do know. Yeah, was some, free I was in those. some free advice. Some free advice. SFA. Some free advice. Yes. Yeah. So Gunnar did Come those on. and shows, and there you go. Austin knows this shit. I don't smoke. It was inside out. <laughs> I don't smoke. That's why <laughs> he still got it. Yeah, he still got his <laughs> there. So yeah, so some free advice um uh, came after after no money down. That's a great great reminder. I remember I came out while Ryan was doing I think a five forty in the back of the mini, just like with a smile on my face. It was my first clip in a video ever. Good shit, Ray. I didn't even skate on that video. I just came out in the background. And then we can't forget uh, Jackie's super chat, by the way. Yes. Jackie. Which was, um, how would you describe the NYC skate scene now as an OG? Um, like I, uh, I think it's, it's, it's really up and coming. It's amazing to go to any park now, to any park, and find blading happening all the time. It's a trip, um, yeah. So it's, it's dope cool. that it's made a, a, such a strong comeback, and I just see it growing. I see it uh, expanding. Like I said, with the help of of quad skating and and you know, it's helping people like remember and put back their skates, yeah. put them back on, and kind of come out and and, and join the, the crew. So, I see it healthy and alive. I see in the next couple of years, um, um, just like a big scene and big competitions yeah. and a lot of people kind of supporting everybody else because I see all the young people back in. Yeah, you know, I think Jackie's uh, son skates. You know, my nephew skate. We got a couple of the young kids also. I got my, my son skates. I'm getting my daughter skates. You know, like I'm yep. trying to keep all the younger kids back on and building our own soldiers. Absolutely, and <laughs> you know, skating is just in itself. It's a it's healthy. You know, it's you know it's, it, it changes everything. You know, just to roll and feel the, the wheels rolling beneath your feet. You know, right. first time my son put on skates, you know, he, it was exhilarating, and I, you know, just to see him, you know, doing that was you know, it reminded me kind of why we do. Yeah, so I, I kind of keep it really simple now. That's cool, man. Really basic. Um, with blading, um, it doesn't have to be this this big the highest yeah, level. Exactly. Yeah, just have fun. Yeah, just love the basics now. Oh yeah, the fundies. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Um, we have we gotta ask these questions from Mr. Ramel Knight. Ramel, that's my who man. says <laughs> huge shout out, Ramel. Who oh, says yeah. what is your favorite trick and how was it skating with Gil Vasquez? Gil, wow, Gil was uh Gil was he was, Gil was uh, always um, someone who pushed. Him. He was really really good for his his um, for like how he came in the scene. He just came in hard. Gil was somebody to keep up with because he came in moving to the ranks fast. Mm -hmm. So you know he was just a natural talent. Um, he tried some shit twice and he got it. Kind of like Ramel. Ramel was also fucking just natural at it. You see Ramel now. He, Barely fucking comes out. He'll come do some crazy shit. Yeah. He's just natural yeah. with it. So, um, yeah, I think my my favorite trick would be uh, true mistrial. True, true, true mistrial. I think very specific. They're pretty favorite clean trick. sometimes. Yeah, been doing that one for a minute. Yeah, that's a good one. So it's a go-to. I think top mistrials, mistrials are pretty simple. For, uh, not simple, but comfortable for me. I I find them comfortable. So I do like a, a good clean mistrial. You still got fast lines. I've been trying them shits. I think I'm going to try one soon. I, I know that picture you took. Yeah, uh, Oral City, Royal right? City. I yeah. used to have them. I mean, I'm old now, bro. <laughs> Everything is like, <laughs> I try it and it doesn't come out. That's what I'm saying. It's very difficult to like mm. accept that a lot of the mm -hmm. high level shit that, I, that mm -hmm. would just yeah. you know be second nature to me, mm -hmm. that it's become a lot more difficult. So a lot of it is accepting, you know, and yeah. kind of just, you know, watering it down a bit, but enjoying it. I, I mm -hmm really enjoy it so you know it's not like it makes any difference you know you know it does get it does feel really good to land a, a high level trick you know that shit so I, I'll I'll throw that shit any fucking I don't don't give a fuck I'll throw it but 
the landing it all the time that's just not become as consistent yeah. as it used to be so we'll just think about how good that 20 stair rail is going to feel Oof. when you lace that I'm so <laughs> doing that shit with you guys so right. let's get ready I'm, I'm, I'm with that I go in there I, when, I, when I walk my dog I walk the next side we just go to the rail and sit there for a minute and just be like it's summer it's I'm going to see you yeah it's summer you. so it's like yeah, a fight yeah, yeah. So I'm like just yeah. sizing them up. Like, you got to mentally right, prepare right. yourself. Like that's mental. that skating is all mental. You know, I go to the spots landing. a lot and you have to figure it out and see it. It's got and a sketchy landing. There's dirt down it. there. There's yeah. wild branches and shit. But it's, it's, you know, it's part of getting in the ring with that shit. Yeah. You know, I remember like, let me see. I'm going to try. So, so oh, yeah. before we go off, because I believe that was the last question as of now at least. But I'm curious, as a 45-year-old, mm -hmm. How would you mentally prepare yourself or prepare yourself in general for doing something like that, like a 20 stair rail or just any rail and street in general? Because especially since you've been skating mini ramp for the last however many months. Yeah, because of the weather in New York, which is ass. Um, I would basically, um, I guess I would uh, size up to it. So I would probably go to like the, uh, say Betsy Head. I'll probably try the smaller one. Then I'll go to the skate park Maloof. rail first. Yeah, and then probably go to Maloof and jump on the down. I mean, I'd probably skip all that shit and just go for the rail after the second <laughs> shot. Just, just go for let's it. make it a break in. I mean, I think I'm I'm pretty confident it's not. I'm pretty confident mm. I'm, I'm, I'll come out alive on the other side. So yeah, you know, I've been doing it for a while. It's, That's what it's it the is. The, the yeah. been doing it for a while because I did a I did a gap the other day for the first time in well over a decade or something like that and I just kept thinking like I was scared a little bit but yeah. I'm like I've done shit exactly. like this before I'm like I can still do it now I'm Stop. older I'm better I'm <laughs> exactly. smarter <laughs> you know like I can still do it that's now that's what you start taking over and you'll be like you know what man I got this and I think it's you know so yeah we're definitely gonna put that rail up for you guys we're gonna get it in there's a kink rail next to it too which was pretty weird yeah. I haven't done a kink in a while so. there's a few rails in that park like that's the one that like we, we, we went there with like Brendan Smith and like those are the guys oh with like, the super kink rounds yeah, 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 yeah. Park, Torque sold that one uh, which is uh, pretty sweet Cameron yeah, Carter's nice around area. that area too so he always sends me pictures Cam of that, Cam that lives area. here yeah, now he's yeah. down by me so okay, yeah I'll probably bring him out to skate that thing with me because Cam is a sad he wants to hit well, that kink rail I know that yeah you see <laughs> and he's in the area so well maybe we'll come at it together you can motivate each other to do it yeah Cam Cam is still skating heavy shout out to Shout out to all CD, but man, Angelo, bro. He's also been a big, uh, uh, really close friend, and we work close together in the cannabis industry. Shout Angelo? out to everybody who works in the cannabis industry. There's a couple heads out there that blade. Plasma Let's slug. It. Plasma slug. Shout out Plasma slug. Shout out to uh, my man Jeremy out there. He's doing his thing. My boy Alex on the west side. I'm not going to be putting names out there, but you know. You know my boys that do it. Yeah. You know who they are. You already know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. You love to wash. Them boys wash good. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yo, so um, this has been an awesome conversation. Oh, yeah. um, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you. We've gone through a lot of really interesting mm -hmm. stuff. It'll be great to have you back on again soon. But before we let you go, before yes. we have to say goodbye and let you go, um, are there any last words you would like to say further shout outs words of wisdom last things um <laughs> first I, I like to shout out the chat um you know like i said i'm always in the chat shout out to everybody in the chat holding me down i didn't get to read it and respond to you guys too much but you know i tried a little bit um the chat is where it's at everybody has smashed that like button um, and always join in um words of wisdom uh, with the way times are going these days, everybody should just take it easy, take a chill pill, don't take everything so serious, go out and skate, 
get a pair of skates, whether roller skates or roller blades, go out, have some fun, um, be kind to each other. You know, it's been a rough, rough last couple of years, you know. Uh, what the world needs more of is love and understanding, you know. Everybody should be cool and pick up a pair of skates and try to roll. Keep it alive. That's a fact. Nice. Very nice. Put down the cell phone. Get out there and have fun. Hell yeah. Let's get out there. <laughs> we were just talking more. about that. Twitter ain't going to help you. Twitter's not going to help you. There's no, <laughs> There's no skate tips. There's no gonna, inside outs on Twitter to help you. You're do nothing not. to help you. <laughs> Everybody right. knows that doing is the best way of learning. So put them on and go out there and try, you know, or get back on, uh, you know, reacquaint yourself with your blades if you used to blade because it's, you know, it's amazing. It makes me feel like I'm 17 again, you know. It makes me feel young every time I put on my skate, so it's very fulfilling. That's what's up. The fountain of youth. Yes. Jose, you're a legend. Thank you so much Thank for coming on the show. Thank you guys for Thanks for blessing you. us on the podcast. One awesome. out of three members of the D clan. <laughs> Hopefully next time we can get another one. All, all three. Yeah. That would be safe. We'll go down to the, the freaking... We'll go down to the Northern Northern uh, Boulevard Cafe. Northern Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> Northern cafe. <laughs> Northern cafe. Shout out. Go and get some chimneys at Northern Cafe. Northern Cafe. Northern Cafe. Let's go. Jose, thank you so much for coming you on. You're the man. Thank you, everybody, for Absolutely. watching and tuning in. Stay tuned for the next one. And big shout-out to our sponsor for this episode, Blank. Everyone check out the Sean Keen Pro Model Blank Skate, Blank Rolling Products. Check them out. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.